Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. have troubled minds as you know this show is live we do this monday tuesday wednesday thursday at 7 p.m pacific and of course we're streaming on rockfin youtube d live and periscope and we're broadcasting live on the fringe fm and of course what are we doing what do we do what is this show you might be thinking what did i get myself into well let me explain no no too much let me sum up this show is about all the things we're not allowed to talk about 
which of course you know what they are aliens conspiracy the paranormal the government academia the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down and as i said we uh, have always done this show live because basically uh this is sort of a crowdsource show this is a this is one of those shows where we get together and have more of a you know a, a conversation that might go down in a speakeasy you know kind of a smoky bar sort of situation and um everybody's just kind of like you know on the level you would say of course i know how that uh that that actual term sounds but it's not what you think uh it's it's more like uh people that are sort of in in tune in tune with themselves in tune with the universe in tune with trying to find bigger and better things uh not just uh you know the 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 uh as you would call it a a ferrari or uh right a a cyber tesla truck no uh bigger things internally bigger things within ourselves and as a result of that also looking uh into space into consciousness into all of those other things and that's what this this show is really about like i said less a show more of a conversation and i mean it when i say it's crowdsourced if you've ever listened to the show you know the amount of callers we get and the amount of quality callers we get is off the charts and so that's what this is really about it's having a two-way conversation and uh kind of just exploring the world we live in in uh, in a way that is again open-ended non-linear and uh it goes two ways so the conversation starts here and uh it goes to you and then hopefully you uh kick it back to me and the way you do that is super simple you do it like this you dial the phone number 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can find that phone number right on the website it's called troubledminds.org that's the official website we have some discords running uh the discord link is broken so i will drop it in the chat here if you guys are interested in that you can join the fringe discord by going to fringe.fm slash chat it's a again discord is a chat client it's a voice client and it's how we get together and do these shows mostly because it kind of doubles as a phone line as well so if you have international folks that don't like the 702 area code which by the way is las vegas and that's where we're streaming from if you didn't catch it on the intro uh that um yeah we have discord which is completely free international is all good i think i think unless you're in china i think they probably block it there because well that's just the way it is but uh so that's the question or no that's that's well i don't know that's that's what's going on right now that's what's going on in this moment as we begin this show like i said it's a more of a crowdsource thing and speaking of which we've got derek the night stalker out there in the chat what's up buddy uh we're using an article he sent to us as a again this is why we talk about this stuff because i can't see it all i i try and watch as much of the news as possible I try and pick out all the amazing nuggets to talk about, but sometimes you just end up missing stuff. And this one tonight was uh, submitted by Derek in the Discord. So again, if you haven't, if you want to kind of get your ideas in for some shows in the future, that's one way to do it. Join the Discord, hop in and come say hi, come meet all the amazing people that are there already. And also uh, you can uh, give me an idea for a show. It's as simple as that, right? And ideas come from all over the place, not necessarily uh, just links dropped in the Discord. 
Discord. Uh, sometimes I, I pluck them out of YouTube comments. Sometimes you never know, right? Like we did a show on silver and uh, uh, the folklore and uh, esoteric meaning of silver with vampires and all the rest of that stuff. So um, that's what's going on with, uh, with yeah, uh, there you go. And the Discord link is in the chat. Uh, please join. Come say hi if you have not joined the Discord. Let's see. Let's drop it in the Rockfin chat. And here we go. What's up? I see everybody out there in the chat. We're reading all the chat as we go, so uh, all the thoughtful chat is appreciated. And uh, let's let's uh, get let's start, shall we? Let let us begin. So, all right. So, I was looking through uh, some of the stuff today because, of course, well, it's show day, and you're like, okay, what do we got to talk about tonight? And of course, yep, Derek the Night Stalker posted this in our conspiracy news links, and this is uh, yeah from Futurism futurism.com and i'll link it as always my links are already there on youtube so you can actually follow up with me directly and just check it out um everybody else i'm going to drop this stuff right in the discord chat so you can see what's going on with that let's see there we go all right so uh linked okay so this is the thing now it goes a little it starts a little something like this okay Uh, from futurism.com and this is where we begin which is a little bit odd if you ask me because well this is like i said the thing is this when i say it feels like we live in the upside down look at look at things like this like this is the type of stuff that like hollywood movies are made of meaning of course that it was uh these are kind of truth is stranger than fiction type stuff right so check this out check this out futurism.com headline is this super wealthy fund mysterious lab to unlock immortality all right right now now tell me that doesn't start like some bad x-files episode not like there were many but right because x-files was pretty good but this begins like a bad X-Files episode, all right? Super wealthy, fund mysterious lab to unlock immortality. Jeff Bezos is reportedly one of its top investors. All right, so there's that. Okay, now check this out. It gets better. So imagine, right, the, the, uh, the, the smoky room, right? Like kind of like the X-Files smoking man, like Majestic 12 type of situation, right? You're like, yeah, come on, that's, that's just fiction, Mike. That's ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah? (laughs) What is this? What exactly is this? And not only that, think of it in terms of this. Uh, Jeff Bezos, right? If if you wanted to, I don't think you could select a more real-life-looking Bond villain, right? I mean, what is he missing? He's missing like a... a, um, I don't know, some ridiculous outfit, right? That's really it. I mean, the guy's gone to space. He's, uh, you know, launching the, uh, the, the penis-shaped rocket to uh, space. They, they, they changed the definis, uh, definition of space for this guy just so he could say he's an astronaut. Things like this, right? Like, this is, this is Jeff Bezos. He's got that look. He's kind of got that, uh, like, he's, like he's, he's there, but he's also somewhere else, you know, kind of like he's, uh, he's, he's checked out a little bit. You know what I mean? But also, you know, you know, right? His eyes are on you. He's one of those guys, right? He's one of those guys. You can always see it. He's like, uh, let's see, what would you say? Shifty, right? He's kind of has that vibe to him. And uh, yeah, uh, Nathalie has it right in the chat. Dr. Evil, right? Kind of like that. Like I said, find a better Bond villain, IRL, than Jeff Bezos, all right? You just put him in some ridiculous suit, give him the cat to pet, and that's it, right? Sit him behind a big old oak desk that's all perfectly finished and has, you know, buttons on it. That's Jeff Bezos, right? 
It seems to be anyway. So so anyway, so not only that, so he's the guy funding this. And again, imagine, so I, I described like a smoky speakeasy, and we're just kind of hanging out, kicking it, talking about amazing things. However, the speakeasy for the elite is a secret lab. Because why not, right? It may as well be placed on, what, an island with a volcano. You know what I'm saying? Surrounded by sharks with laser beams, right? That's sort of the watchdogs. Yeah, Lex Luthor, that's it, right? This is what I'm saying. It's bizarre, all right? Definitely very Bond villain-esque. Lex Luthor is another way to put it. Given the cat to pet in the volcano island, boom, Jeff Bezos, right? Okay, so not only that, it gets even more strange. So he's one of the top investors. Let's go straight to this article from futurism.com. Introducing Altos, Altos Labs, A-L-T-O-S, a new and somewhat shadowy Silicon Valley company dedicated to anti-aging research is getting major funding from the uber wealthy. Altos Labs, a biological reprogramming tech company, is allegedly attracting big name investors such as Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and Russian-Israeli billionaire Yuri Milner. The company is currently luring some of the world's top scientists to join with big salaries and promises to give them free reign on their anti-aging research. Hmm, right? Right? What, what does that mean? What exactly does that mean? <laughs> Richard's got it right. It's okay. They always tell James their plot, right? It's the super, uh, super villain trope. Uh, right when they catch the hero, they have to stop and they have to tell you what they have planned, right? To fill in the plot, right? Otherwise, it's confusing. So we have to do that. But then it buys just enough time for the hero to escape, to slip the handcuffs and put Jeff Bezos or his doppelganger in jail anyway so so we have this now now th- like i said it's it, it just seems sometimes truth is stranger than fiction and here we go this is exactly what we've got in the past we've talked about shows in the past regarding billionaires that were doing very very similar things uh if you, you recall uh maybe this was probably a couple three months back we did a show on robert bigelow all right the ufo guy the ufo billionaire that uh has has done a lot of stuff in space he's got nasha or uh, nasha nasa uh, contracts and uh, has been, uh, you know, he oh, he was the previous owner of Skinwalker Ranch. He's uh, notorious for buying the entire MUFON archive. He's uh, searching for UFOs, and as a result, he's also searching for the secrets to consciousness. All right, that's that's Robert Bigelow, who's actually uh, not, he's not the guy that uh, that you would expect as a as a um, well. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, Uh, like, he's a different story. He's not part of this story. He's got his own actual, like, immortality funding and that stuff going on. And if you didn't realize, actually, when we talked about it a few months back... Robert Bigelow was taking a a, uh, an actual um, uh, he had an essay contest regarding the secrets of consciousness, because, of course, you don't want to be the. The, right, you don't want to be the billionaire left out. You want to make sure that you have the the actual secrets of the conscious conscious self in your back pocket, so you can turn into, well, whatever it is you want to turn into. Right? Yeah, my comments are not working on the stream here. I don't know what's going on. So uh, that that comment's going to be stuck there for a while until. <laughs> anyway, so now you know why what's going on. What's going on with that? But anyway, all right. So uh, so okay. So if now this is the thing, right? Now you got to you got to think of this in terms of. 
like think of it in terms of like a secret space program or in terms of like a secret medical program, right? Things like this. It's like, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, us plebs or unwashed masses are here on the ground, you know, and we're, we're caring about things like, oh, you know, quality health care, right? <laughs> for, for, you know, for people, right? For the, the regular person. And here we are with this instead, this, these, the elites getting together, funding this super secret lab, promising scientists free reign, free reign in their research. What do you think that means? How many billions do you think it takes to shield? What would you say? Um, you would say uh, unethical research. How many billions do you think it takes to shield that? I mean, clearly... You could just go to China. There's always that, right? But but what if, right, uh, you're doing, you know, unethical things? How many billions do you think will keep the law from knocking on your front door? The front door of the secret, super secret lab, anyway. And that's what I mean. It seems like right here in just the first couple of paragraphs, there's some super weirdness to this. Another one is the, the term, right? Uh, dedicated to anti-aging is one, okay? And then... Altos Labs, a biological reprogramming tech company. Biological reprogramming. What in the world is that, right? And I think that's what's going on here. It's, uh, like I said, truth is stranger than fiction. And here we have this, exactly this. And it's not just him. There's more. There are more. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so so here we go. Uh, Sounds like, like I'm drunk. It sounds like I'm drunk. I just really <laughs> okay. I'm I'm totally not, but all right. Okay, here we go. Uh, some of the folks joining are bound to raise a few eyebrows too. Juan Carlos Belmonte, a bio, biologist at the Salk Institute in La Jolla, California. Is it La Jolla or La Jolla? I think it might be La Jolla. It's spelled L A J O L L A is amongst the many scientists coming aboard Altos. He made waves in 2017 when he began research into creating a human pig chimera. Remember? Human pig chimera. Remember that? Remember Alex Jones taking off his shirt and screaming about the human pig chimeras on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, if you guys have seen that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Te- teleported to the Nashish space. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It did sound like I was drunk for like a sentence and a half. Uh, okay, anyway. So it, this continues, right? So the human pig chimera. This is, this is the individual that's joining. Juan Carlos Belmonte, because I'm not going to say his third middle name. Uh, although, quote, although there are many hurdles to overcome, there is huge potential, said Yamanaka to MIT Technology Review. Mm, right? So uh, this Yamanaka individual, Shinya Yamanaka, a scientist and Nobel Prize winner for his research into aging reversal in cells, will also be joining as the chair on the Altos Scientific Advisory Board. Right? Yeah. So, uh, so, so what are we looking at? Right? This is basically... Elysium, right? You guys seen that movie? Elysium with Matt Damon, right? Everybody seen Elysium? And so it's a, it's a two-tier society, all right? Which is, of course, well, uh, driven by a medical industrial complex. <clears throat> Sorry if this hits a little too close to home. Uh, where some individuals are given access to what are known as med beds. You ever heard the term? Yeah, that's right. And so not only that, we have Elysium, which was set in the, the year 2054. All right. And so Earth has become, well, a mess. 
It has become filled with uh, the the unwashed masses, but with, with the plebs, with uh, individuals who do not have access to all the proper things. All right, they don't have access to clean water. They don't have access to medical care. They don't have access to even their own well autonomy and freedom because they're basically used as um, well. Let's just say tax slaves, right? <laughs> as it were, uh, for just just to kind of make a, a a pure connection here to make sure I'm fully triggered tonight. You know, we're talking about taxes and healthcare in the same the same show, but we're not going to really talk about that. It's just more of a parallel of what's going on, right? So Elysium uh, on Earth, it's been it's it's squalor. It's basically been turned into uh, the pigsty of pigsties, and people are living there in that in that place. Regular people, okay? But what happens to the elites? What happens to the elites in 2054, according to the movie Elysium? Well, I'll tell you. They end up living on a satellite, all right? On some giant space station that floats outside the, the actual orbit of Earth or just outside because, of course, they don't want to end up living in the mud pits of Earth with the rest of the plebs and the unwashed masses, right? And this is what I'm saying. Tell me this. Tell, tell me that movie didn't begin with something exactly like this. Billionaires getting together, creating a secret lab to correct aging. To change the fact. Death and taxes, they say. Well, what if you can remove death? That's what we're talking about tonight. And so we've talked about this before. Uh, is it possible, all the rest of these things? So that's the question tonight. That's what's on my mind. There's a few things with this, okay? Uh, there's a few things with this, meaning uh, specifically, do you think this is even possible? Uh, we've talked about this this actually as, you know, back in the Bigelow show where he's kind of trying to find the secrets of consciousness. And we've talked about the different ways, right? You would remove your consciousness. You would put it in R2-D2. Bam. Uh, Michael Strange lives forever. Of course, I would be R2-D2, but, right, I would live forever. And th so there's one, right? Is there another way? Are there biological ways to actually reverse the aging in human cells? So you kind of just uh, kind of treat the human body like a car, like an old classic Chevy or something. And you, you instead of, uh, you know, replacing the, the engine, you replace, you know, the, the heart and the, the organs and this or that or the other thing. And you just uh, keep the, the, the nice outside running all buttery smooth with a nice wax job of, you guessed it, some sort of DNA anti-aging car wax, as it were. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with this, except, except, right? There's a little bit more with this. And we'll keep talking about these things. There are other ways. By the way, there are other ways. Uh, but so that's, that, as always, we're going to ask some questions tonight, and I'm hoping to get your guys' responses on this. One, do you think it's possible? If immortality in humans is possible, what's it going to look like? How long do you think? Elysium, the movie with Matt Damon said, 2054, the elites are living in a space station off Earth, Earth itself is just so so far gone, destroyed with dirty drinking water, uh, all all the most horrible things you can think of, and all the people that are here don't have anything, right, of the things they need. We don't have all any of the basics. They've all been taken off to the space station, and everybody lives a, lives a clean life up there with these med beds and close to eternal life. And instead, what do we have? Well, nothing. And so, guess what? Right? It doesn't take much to to kind of look at the state of uh, the healthcare in the United States. It doesn't take much to uh, consider that uh, people have called us tax slaves before. And well, uh, I think there's probably some merit to that. So, what? Uh, like how? Like how far off is this? It seems. Seems like we're literally 
heading exactly where this is going to be, right? Yeah, uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, what's up, Bailey? It says, that movie is about the A word. I'm not going to say that word. But yes, last time we looked into this when Frank was back on the show, way back in the day, he actually was talking about this. We were talking about that, how this anti-aging stuff, it seems to lead to a particular thing, which we'll get to as well. Like I said, uh, I don't know the answers here. You know me. I'm the, I'm the questions guy. I, I'm concerned. I'm a concerned citizen, and we're here to talk about this. We're here to think about this stuff. So, so if... Immortality is possible. Do you think Elysium has it right? 2054. Do you think that's going to be the year or sometime around there where it's, it becomes a thing and we're, we're going to be just left here on Earth as the elites, as Bezos and Elon Musk. Elon Musk will clearly be on Mars. He'll have his own planet, right? But we're going to have uh, Jeff Bezos and the rest of these guys on a space station with their med beds and, well, their plots for the future of the world. Well future of the off world because of course the world itself will become too destroyed for them to bother with and uh, here we go so that's the question i don't know uh i don't know the answers here but i'm i'm hoping you guys can help fill in some of the theories and uh that's that's what's on my mind do you think it's possible how long is it going to take what's going on with this bizarro i don't know could you even call this like a secret society anti-aging ritual of sorts hmm Hmm, what is happening in the world we live in? And that's what's on my mind tonight. What do you think about this? Jeff Bezos, some super funders getting together, putting money into a secret science lab with no bounds, no restrictions on the things they can do scientifically to find human immortality. I got to tell you, it bothers me a little bit. <laughs> when will it be publicly traded? That's a hell of a question, my friend. I do not know. So those are the questions tonight. That's what's on my mind. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, talk about this. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And we're taking your phone calls. Tonight, we're talking about a secret lab being funded by the elites. Billionaires, as it were. Some look like Lex Luthor. <laughs> and what are they trying to do? That's right. They're trying to live forever. Interesting to think about. Interesting to consider if it's even possible. That's what we're doing tonight. If you want to be part of the show, we're taking your calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. And I think the thing is that, um, yeah, this is not new. What's up, Rivers in the chat? says, uh, long ago, Emperor Kin, uh, is it Q-I-N, was obsessed to live forever. He sent out 3,000 virgin boys and girls to a location in search of an elixir of life, and they never returned. Uh, so again, right? I know this has been one of those things that's that's really been kind of in the mind of elites forever, hasn't it? It's been like, okay, so what happens once you gain so much on Earth, wealth-wise, that uh, it's it becomes um, boring? It becomes well, uh, if I wanted to, I could build my own rocket and fly to space, and then you do, and then what? What do you do after that? Well, the next best thing would be. Of course, open up a secret lab where they can do whatever they need to do in the dungeon of secrets and create a way to live forever. And again, right, uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about the, the A word in the, uh, in the chat, which we, which we really won't get into tonight because there's a lot more to it. But uh, the, I think the thing is this, right? So the question's on my mind tonight. Does this sound like a bad movie? Does this sound like the beginning of pretty much any movie you've ever heard, right? How, how could this go wrong? What are they going to do, right? Are they going to open portals in the basement of this, this laboratory and summon... I don't know, gin to, to give him three wishes. I don't know. Right. Like the, this is what I'm saying. What kind of lengths do you think people would go to, to live forever? And I think that's the question here. We'll get into some of that stuff. The, um, the, uh, maybe, uh, a, how about a budget way? Not where you don't have to have billions. We'll get into that as we go tonight. But uh, what's on my mind right now as we begin is this, this exact article from futurism.com. And there's a lot more to this. It's not as simple as, well, you know, these guys are creating this laboratory. They're funding it with billions of dollars and, you know, giving, uh, again, remember, now look, this is just the first two paragraphs or three paragraphs of this article. Terrifying stuff in here. One, a new and somewhat shadowy Silicon Valley, Valley company, dedicated to anti-aging research is getting major funding from the uber wealthy okay no problem then it says altos labs a biological reprogramming tech company right now what the hell does that mean biological reprogramming tech company and so you start to think about the implications here and uh it's not just maybe biological but uh, we're talking about reprogramming what exactly? The telomeres, like uh, Robert said over there on Rockfin? Maybe. Uh, but what if it's more than that? What if it's something way more than that? It's hard to say. But then it says the company is currently luring some of the world's top scientists to join with big salaries. And again, here's another horrifying part. Promises to give them free reign on their anti-aging research. What does that mean? Does that mean like Jeffrey Epstein type free reign? Or something else, if you catch my meaning. 
you see? So I'm not going to tell you what I mean by that because you all are smart enough to pick up on exactly what I said there. But what kind of free reign do you get when you're shielded by billionaires? That's my question, right? Because clearly you can kind of tie this to the Epstein thing and say, oh, by the way, this dude was a billionaire with shadowy money. Who knows where it came from? But he got away with probably murder. All right. And well, by the way, Epstein didn't kill himself as well. So there's that, right? And so that's what I'm saying. The question tonight is that. So do you think that uh, how much does billions of dollars shield you from the long arm of the law when we're talking about exactly that? Like, like I got two paragraphs into this and got the chills because you see, you see the implications. Like I said, you can go to China and you could do some pretty horrific things because, you know, like, meh, you know, you need some, you need some human, human research subjects here. We'll just bring them out of the concentration camps, right? The hard labor camps and you can have them, right? Like that's what's going on over there in China. But here, well, is it like that? Mm, <laughs> kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Uh, but here, this is the next part. Again, give them free reign on their anti-aging research, right? Just literally two paragraphs in, you get the chills. Like, what? Okay, so what does that mean? And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, let's just go a little bit through this a little bit more. And, uh, again, as always, looking to hear from you guys. Do you think this is even possible? I think... So, so when, when we've talked about this before, and we'll continue to talk about this because this is going to keep coming up in the news. Billionaires want to live forever, right? Uh, billionaires want to live forever, and it's uh, it, it is what it is. It's uh, you know they think they're privileged to the point where uh, oh, oh by the way, didn't the Egyptian pharaohs used to call themselves gods? Mm. Weird, right? Weird, weird. We have some uh, some history repeats itself sort of situations, right? And so they did it, of course, by uh, creating the tombs that they, they the elaborate tombs by uh, by mummifying uh, the the pharaohs, as it were, to try and keep their DNA alive as long as possible, right? Things like this, all right. But what happens now? So this is now think of, think of it this way too, like that that cryogenic stuff. So what if they're like, okay, so uh, Bigelow and these guys, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, whoever, right? Whoever's going to be funding this thing, they get to a certain point. And they're like, okay, well, it's not looking good. Uh, you know, we're not super sick, but we are super old. So instead of kicking the bucket, what we're going to do is we're going to freeze ourselves. And we're going to wake us up vanilla, vanilla sky style once, uh, once, you know, the technology is there. Like, is that what happens? Is that what this is? Is this where this, this sort of assorted tale begins? I don't know. Uh, but right, you start thinking of some of the things that people do to uh, continue their lineage with uh, some of this, uh, you know, freezing eggs, things like this, right? Uh, maybe freezing themselves, and well, mm, I guess we'll see, won't we? <laughs> I guess we'll see. But uh, so we'll keep an eye on this as usual because that's what we do. But if you guys want to be part of the show, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Do you think it's even possible? And do you think this is exactly like I've described a bad Bond movie? Right? Something, something in there. Right? Something in that range. I, I think kind of yes. I think this is where this begins. So let's just read just a little bit more. Uh, and here we go. Biological reprogramming is a method of rejuvenating cells that could be the key to immortality. While there are numerous reprogramming startups out there, none of them quite have the backing that Altos Labs boasts now. Hmm. I wonder what secrets they know worthy of funding, if you catch my meaning. Uh, when you think about it, right from the article here, it's no surprise that the uber-wealthy have a vested interest in trying to live as long as possible. As the saying goes, no amount of money ever bought a second time. However, 
It is a bit mysterious what exactly the end game for Alto Slab is, though, and how they'll get there. And that's what I'm saying. That's wherein the speculation resides. Are we going to the esoterics? Do you think they're doing some sort of a ritual summonings in the basement to make deals with, well, use your imagination? I don't know. What kind of stuff is going on if you have scientists, right, uh, that who knows, have no bounds in their research? How far does it go? And so this continues. MIT Technology Review reports that there won't be hard goals or possibly even deadlines for Altos's researchers. Instead, the company will look to create great science. In quotes, great science. And uh, it even says, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. Uh-huh. Great science, right? So what does that mean? Great science means exactly what? Is it, uh, again, right, uh, esoterics? Is it... Uh, well, is it blood rituals, if you catch my meaning? And I, I'll, I'll elaborate on that further as we go. But what's really going on in these labs run by the world's billionaires who, like I said, seem to be very much like real-life Bond villains, right? Give them the, just like I described previously, the cat to pet. Give them the weird cackle and the uh, volcano island <laughs> with the rocket ship. And uh, there you go. There's, uh, there's exactly what we're looking at. So here we go. Quote from the article. The aim is to understand rejuvenation, said Manuel Serrano, a researcher formerly at the Institute for Research in Biomedicine in Spain. Like some of his peers, Serrano was drawn to Altos after they offered to pay him five to ten times what he currently earns. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. You throw money at the problem, right? And maybe immortality follows. Interesting. Quote, I would say the idea of having revenue in the future is there, but it's not the immediate goal. Well, not when they pay you five to ten times to go work for them. <laughs> anybody into that? Would anybody jump at a five to ten times raise? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Yep. Okay, so Altos Labs is a bit of a mystery. The reason why it's being funded seems straightforward. People don't want to die, of course, billionaires included. But the how is a bit of a question mark. Perhaps an even scarier question mark is who exactly gets access to immortality if and when it's unlocked. And that's exactly my point, right? We can't even get into a hospital to get standard stuff anymore, can we? Right? Cost prohibitive, uh, COVID uh, restrictions, this, that, the other, you name it, right? Like some of the, like I said, I, I know, don't bring up healthcare. Michael Strange gets mad because surely, surely, if healthcare doesn't make you mad, then you've never been sick. And if you've never been sick, God bless you. Uh, maybe bottle that and sell that because, well, that's what these guys are trying to do anyway. But you get my point, right? And so, so this is what we're talking about. Uh, once, once this is achieved, and, and again, that's still the question. Do you think this is possible? Uh, do you think it is possible to have a human immortality, right? That, that's still, I'm going to be thinking about that forever because, not, because I'm human, right? It's just part of, part of being human, right? The, uh, uh, the, the fountain of youth, as it were, right? That whole bit. So it's not like, uh, uh, anyway, I, I don't have to explain. Like you guys all understand that. And so, so the thing is this. Is it possible? And if it is, like I said, at the, at, like they said, actually, at the end of the article from, uh, what was that? Uh, future, what was it called? Uh, from the futurism.com. Uh, once they unlock this technology, who gets access to this? 
surely it's going to be available for everybody, right? Surely. Yeah. And I think that's the problem here. That's the issue. Again, as always, it's going to be access, and the rich people get access, and what about the rest of us, right? We're going to get like a lottery, one lottery every year, right, where they, they, take, our, they take our money from our already taxed, you know, uh, tax slave wage, and then they say, all right, let's get another tax and throw it into the bucket, and we'll guess what we'll do? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll draw one person every year that gets the serum of immortality created in a <laughs> in a shady lab in Palo Alto. Uh, yeah, you see? This is real. Like I say, truth is stranger than fiction, is it not? And as, as I said, we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. Simple as that. And I'll be nice to you. That's the bonus. If you call in, love to hear what you think about this. And I'll be nice to you. I've got a track record. Let's go to Jay. Uh, let's go to Jay in uh, Texas. How you doing, my friend? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. And uh, I'm in complete agreement with you. I left the medical field for a reason. It wasn't about a cure. It was about patience. And the reason I say that, people that are allergic to bees avoid bees on purpose but their insurance won't pay it. But yet people that love drugs and will overdose on purpose, get it for free to keep them alive. How is that right? Yeah. It's not. No. <laughs> and I th- it, it's one example. I'm sure you've got more. Go right ahead, sir. Well, yeah, I, I spent my entire life in the medical field. Like I, I can get into other things. Like when I, the first time I deployed to Iraq, uh, we were protecting the oil fields. And my other buddies that were in a separate unit were protecting the opium fields. I mean, I'll I'll stop there because that just threw a a big loop into a lot of people's mind. But yes, we were forced to protect opium fields and oil fields. Then we leave Afghanistan and this whole push for Green New Deal and lithium and wait lithium batteries the biggest lithium cache is in afghanistan the biggest opium fields in the world afghanistan like one and one makes two two and two makes four like the pieces are falling together and people are waking up and sadly it's like the more people wake up the more we're like just like you we get pissed off about it as well we should, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I only caught a couple seconds of it uh, about you talking about the show and medical stuff. Uh, what were you talking about earlier? I'd love to chat about something about that. Uh, just basically, these uh, Jeff Bezos is uh, getting a bunch of billionaire super funders together to have this shadowy, shady lab uh, to, to create immortality for them. And that's what's going on. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I went to take a drink of uh, my favorite thing, <laughs> and it went down my windpipe. So You're fine. Stopping. You're fine. But yeah, immortality. Uh, immortality for this version of us can't last. Immortality will last after that if we can remember our past, and that ties back into like, uh, what was it? Uh, 
Uh, it starts with a T in China, seven years in Tibet. There we go. Those people. And, and how they could bring back the memories from their past. So, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, we're nothing but electrical impulses. So, immortality would be just learn how to read and follow our electrical impulses. But at the same time, like, why would you want to be immortal? Like, live forever? <laughs> like, that'd be a curse. Ah, that's the next I mean, question. honestly, that'd be a curse. That's like common sense. It's a freaking curse. Like, having common sense and have to deal with people that don't have it, it's a curse. Why would you want to live forever? Like, go ahead. You can tell you it. I don't want to live forever. Like, that's a curse. It, it seems like it, doesn't it? And so that, that's the question, right? And so, but these guys, right? These guys are so privileged. Like, so, so, uh, they've had everything else the world has to offer. And so now, the final step is immortality. And that's where they're headed. That's where they think they're headed. Do you think it's even possible? You said no. You don't think it's possible? Well, yeah, there, there can be a way. And the reason I say that is if you can be brought up with uh, a breakaway society and that'll tie back to your alien things and this, that, and the other, which all of us love to follow, the breakaway society, yes, their technologies. Like, I mean, think about it. The stealth bomber, they leaked it. The stealth bomber was around in the 70s. The stealth bomber still today is like one of the baddest things in the world that we officially been known about. That was 30 and we're almost uh, 40 years ago. That's before we had cell phones that had stealth bombers. So, if you put that in calculations, they had the stealth bomber before we had a Nokia. There's a breakaway technology. And unfortunately, very evil people, in my opinion, own it. And I say that because I've seen certain things and they forced me out because I kept calling them out on and you're talking about uh, in, in the military? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was times I was in Aberdeen that I seen drones the size of bees. Ah, yes. The size of bees. Yes. A size of a bee that could blow through body armor. Now, I'm oh, talking nice. body armor to protect you from metal piercing rounds short of a 338 Lapua. Okay, so, so basically, there's all kinds of stuff going on out there that nobody knows about because some uh, breakaway civilization of such has already done this. Now, but this is the thing, right? Is Bezos and these guys, by getting together and trying to create this immortality lab, as it were, are they not trying to create an additional breakaway civilization? <laughs> some people believe this already well, exists, I mean, by the way, that, well, people, that I mean, there's immortality. Just think, Tesla, the original Tesla, was trying to give the world free energy. And then a certain evil kind of people bankrupt him, destroyed his work in a fire, but actually stole everything. 
thing. And his technology had lasers, this, that, and the other. Like his first wireless energy that we ever got to see was you could put your cell phone down on top of something and it would charge. But then the new Tesla came around and had, you know, his electric cars, this, that, and the other. Electric motors have been around since the early 1900s prior to that. But a certain evil kind of people shut it down because they realized electrical energy, magnetic energy, is the freedom of all people. It's a control grid. It ties back into the medical fields. And, like, uh, if everybody knew vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc fights bacteria and viral stuff, like, I've been around sick people. I could tag people in this Discord that you can call them personally. will tell you, he's been working in ICUs in the COVID field for, I don't know, since COVID started, and he's never got sick. Uh, yes, and we all know those paper masks don't work. <laughs> we all uh, know those paper masks don't work. I mean, a, a, a virus, you need a P100 mask. So, come on, man. You know, you know what that does help? If I splatter ketchup on my face or something, it catches it every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah, it'll it'll catch the ketchup, but you'll still taste it. And you'll still, you'll smell still it. taste it. You'll still smell it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Little nano things. Little nano things will slip in. You won't even know. (laughs) I'm just saying. For sake of sake of argument, it's kind of like a nice a nice adult bib. It's really kind of cute. All right. So we're 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 about out of time. We got to take a break. So uh, final thought while we got you on the phone, my friend. My final thought is keep tracing conspiracies because the more the conspiracies come true, the more light shines on something. If you cut the grass, you'll expose the snakes. Everybody cut that damn grass because we got to expose them. There you go. We don't have much time. Well said, my friend. Holy smokes. A very, very great way to put it. Thank you, Jay. In uh, Texas, a pleasure is always ours. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, I'll be back. All right, cool. Talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the show. All right, so we're the, simple as that. You call in, see, you tell us what your take is. Uh, easy, easy peasy. 702-957-1037. This is Trouble Lines. I'm Michael Strange, and we're talking about immortality tonight. Actual immortality. We're talking about Jeff Bezos and his group of uh, James Bond-esque villain, uh, villain, James Bond-esque villain billionaire posse. That's who we're talking about. It's a mouthful, but I got it out. I did it. I did it. But you see what's going on here. Is this exactly like uh, like our friend there, Jay, just described? Is there so, some sort of breakaway civilization not just occurring as we talk about this, as we think about this? Is this another one? And again, like I said, it seems to be at some point, is this some sort of ritual magic? All right. Meaning that when you get together with uh, the billions of dollars and you're shielded from the actual uh, powers that be for medical ethics and all the rest of this, what kind of things do you think they get into beyond medicine itself? And that's kind of what's on my mind tonight. How deep does this go, do you think? And is this really the breakaway civilization everybody's been talking about? Is it just happening right in front of our eyes? Love to hear from you tonight. We're still talking about this. We're going to keep thinking about this. What do you think about immortality? Do you think it's possible? And what's going on with this Jeff Bezos stuff? Bond villain types creating a breakaway society in a basement. 
right? Or let's just call it a secret laboratory, if you catch my meaning. So I don't know. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're thinking about. And that's what we're doing tonight. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with Derek the Night Stalker after the break. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Feeling that we live in the upside down. 
We are taking your calls tonight. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking about immortality. We've got this article shared to us by Derek the Night Stalker that, yep, that's right, super wealthy fund mysterious lab to unlock immortality. And that's what we're doing tonight. Now, lots of implications here and what's going on with this. That's the question. That's what's on my mind. First off, do you even think immortality is possible? That's the question here. And second, is this the fabled breakaway civilization happening right before our eyes? And, of course, uh, as we consider these things, like I said, uh, looking to hear from you. This is a two-way conversation and lots to think about, of course, when you talk about consciousness and immortality and these breakaway civilization type things and, like, uh, the medical system. Uh, Some people believe currently the medical system is actually part of a, uh, you know, there's a super secret medical system for the elite already. Uh, So this stuff, uh, this stuff is, again, it's kind of in the zeitgeist. So uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. So uh, let's get, uh, let's go to uh, Derek, the Night Stalker. What's up, buddy? We're trying to get the Discord working here. Test one, two. Can you hear me, my friend? Test. I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Derek in Massachusetts. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Jeez Louise. Sorry <laughs> about that, bro. I don't know what's going on. That's okay. It happens. It happens. We're, we're all good now. Welcome to the show. Uh, so, so you shared this article, actually. So props to you. Thank you for that. I can't see them all, man. If I saw this one, I'd have jumped all over it. But, <laughs> but if you didn't share it, we wouldn't be talking about it. So thank you for that. That's a good site, uh, Futurism. They got some... Uh, weird sci-fi weirdness all the time so they're they're good when to fall but yeah cool topic and a great show so far thank you um so you were talking about like the uh the bigelow thing kind of jog uh this like first idea here and uh how he's like looking at consciousness and like life after death and stuff and uh the last caller kind of brought it up the idea that like maybe they know how to like preserve their memory somehow or able to like um like guide their reincarnation almost and, like, uh, there was a movie that just came out to, like, one of the streaming apps, like Paramount or something like that. I haven't seen it, but it's uh, with Mark Wahlberg called uh, Infinite, where, like, I honestly don't really know the plot. And it's, like, based on a book from, like, 2009. But I, I think, essentially, the idea is that, like, the elites are, like, have some crazy plot they're doing. And they have, like, figured out reincarnation or something like that. Or, like this separate group of like secret agents have also figured it out or they're the only ones to figure it out either way mark Wahlberg and like this group know how to like their bodies die but they like can guide their re- like if you remember everything from your past life then that's like another form of immortality like arguably like a pretty a pretty cool one you know like imagine no- knowing everything you know now like from birth you know it'd be pretty cool so what if what if it's something like that, you know, like what if they, what if they can kind of retain their memories or figure out a way like this life after death consciousness study, they can retain their, their memories post death, you know? Yeah. As they say, right. Live a, may you live in interesting times. And I think, I think we hit the jackpot because uh, what's his name? Elon Musk says that's possible. He says probably in our lifetime, he estimates 10 to 12 years, even we'll be able to download our entire memory set into something so the question becomes, can we pack that back into something else and uh, be yeah. eternally conscious? I don't know if it's yeah. living for when he me. says it. It's different, right? Yeah. Like, like when he says it, I, I, I go to robots immediately. I'm thinking like you're trying to download all your memories into like a robot husk, which is like a facsimile of existence. But we don't know if, like, again, we only have like a 1% 
grasp on like what's really going on in reality. So for all we know, there's all kind of metaphysical, like uh, metaphysical stuff that goes into life that wouldn't exist with our, in our, with our robot, like with our robot bodies and our human minds, you know? So what if a more ideal scenario is to reincarnate into actual bodies again? You know what I mean? Is to like, like they go like the, like the, like they get super into consciousness and they don't, and they're, they're like aiming us, in the zeitgeist towards robots, but in reality, they're trying to, they're doing it more in like a natural way. I mean, doing it possibly for like millennia. Like what if the elites like are the same elites forever and they're just reincarnating like into new bodies and they just die and then they're born again, you know? Cause like you couldn't, if you did crack the immortality code, you can only be famous or richer in the, in the public eye for a hundred years or whatever. And then you got to take some time off. Unless you have like a new body or something like that, or a new way to a new way to run around, you know, right. like, like, you know. So, so you're describing like, uh, let's say we just take like DNA sample, recreate you in the womb, so you're even the same person, but then we're able to kind of download your consciousness back to you as you're born again. Yeah, yeah, That's and, cool. yeah, exactly. And like, there are a lot of weird celebrity like clone ideas and stuff, like. There's pictures of Taylor Swift from the past that look like she is like reincarnated or something like that, and like Keanu Reeves from the past, and there's all kind of like weird celebrity photos taken in like the 1800s. But like, what the hell is going on? Like, is this is this the same guy or like, you know, like what if they're just like regular people and then they get to have like 50 years where they're a Hollywood star and then they take 200 years off for everybody to forget about them and they pop up again, you know? Exactly. That's creepy. And, you're right, and, you're and like right. the way the zeitgeist works too, they would not be able to re- remain famous. You're completely right because pe- people forget yeah. now, right? Like who, who's Justin Bieber? Like nobody, like like that guy's already his 15 minutes are up, you know. But but he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna age, you know, wink wink gracefully and get more tattoos and more wrinkles and that's just well welcome to life, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> the rest and with, the, uh, Ken, with the with uh, the Keanu Reeves thing, like he, he he's like one of the biggest ones to get the uh, damn he doesn't age type thing, like him and Paul Rudd and stuff. And uh, he right now has a comic he's writing. It's like still, it's like coming out like week to week right now. Uh, called Berserker, where he plays this immortal assassin, basically like this uh, person who's li- like lived, lived since the beginning of humanity, pretty much. And like now he's just the best killer in the world, or whatever. And he's making it as a comic to make to then make it in a, uh, as a movie, like very soon. Um, and then there was that old guard movie with uh, Charlize Theron on Netflix, where they're like immortal assassins or whatever where they they live forever and like occasionally stuff will pop up like they get on the public radar or whatever and then they got to kind of try to like quell that somehow and then slide back into the shadows and stuff or like uh in dc comics they have vandal savage or just like this immortal guy from like prehistoric from like uh, egyptian times whatever who who gets like i forget gets struck by a meteor or something like that and and like it's immortality and then it's like slowly from behind the scenes talking in the ear of like the kings and queens of, of history, you know, and the emperors and like controlling all the, uh, like Napoleon and Alexander the great and, you know, forever. Like it makes it makes you wonder like if the players we know today aren't actually like the big players, you know, but also like if I'm Bezos and I'm the richest person in the world, like I would probably, I mean, the afterlife is probably nice, but you would want to probably enjoy this this incarnation as much as you possibly could, you know? Like, what if the next time you don't get to be, like, you, you, you come back to the grocery clerk, you know? 
it's not as fun trust me yeah <laughs> it's a lot less fun <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta be a rock star or something right kind of like uh yeah brings me back to uh, uh, uh total recall when they asked him well, what's what's the only thing that's the same every time you go on vacation yourself <laughs> you can yeah. like yeah. as a rock star or uh, a sports tycoon or right yeah anyway yeah <laughs> yeah totally and like the um but like this story in particular the one like there, this actual like bio reprogramming thing um it could be like that they figured out this reincarnation thing and now they're just this 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 bioprogramming company is now just you design your body like you like we're more is like it was like in the past it could have been more of a crapshoot like the elites especially like the ones out of like england and stuff aren't necessarily the best looking people in the world like prince philip wasn't really like the best looking guy on the planet you know so like what if they were, it was more of a crapshoot and you just like incarnated into this world or whatever and maybe like you're in an elite family but you don't get to really control what body you're in like did bill gates really pick that body you know like maybe maybe now this bioprogramming thing allows you to like create the vessel that you're going to come back as in the future so now bezos can be like all right i'm going to live for 100 years as this or like because i'm the richest person in the world I'll be, I'll get the excuse of, I can live for 150 years, whatever. I'll get some crazy injections or or something. But then I'll like set my money. I'll set a hundred billion dollars aside and like, give it to like some fictitious person, some like nephew I don't have or whatever, but it's actually me. And here's this like body I'm designing from this bioprogramming lab. And that's the, that's the body that my mind's going to go into. And like, that'll be me. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, Creating your own air through yourself. (laughs) <laughs> yeah just to, just to kind of tie in the, the bioprogramming aspect of it too and there's there's definitely more sinister things like the like the whole a word stuff and like i know sandra bullock talk, uh like talks about on on like ellen or whatever that she uses um like facial cream made out of uh like um like circumcision flesh like the flesh that comes from circumcisions whatever and that's how and that's how they make the and they they said it like a joke or whatever but that's like human flesh being used to like keep you alive so that's what they're saying on the surface who knows what they're doing behind the scenes to keep themselves alive you know yeah that's a pretty grotesque thing to admit isn't it yeah it's crazy it's just as a joke on ellen you know and then if they're like if they're willing to joke about that in passing like you wonder like what some desperate star who's like a little bit over the hill would do to to keep to keep in the hope of guy like and obviously the most glaring thing is like what Jennifer mentioned, the idea that they know, like they're studying life after death, they know what's coming for them, or better yet, they really did make some kind of deals with some kind of entities on the other side for answers, for like inventions, for like power or whatever, and they're just waiting as possible, like as long as they can to uh, to pay the piper, you know? Right, because because eventually that deal becomes payable, <laughs> payable yeah, in full. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, is there anyone behind me? I'll uh, I'll take off. You're good. You're good. No, nobody behind you in either case. So right. you're you're welcome to hang out, or you can bounce if you want. All all you men, all you men. But yeah, yeah. So so you're you're totally right here in in regards to a bunch of this stuff. And looking at it exactly like you described, there's there's probably a dozen different ways to go with this. Like you said, Elon Musk is talking about in our lifetime doing this sort of through the Android type of way, right? Like I said, a robot. Yeah. But then we're talking about this weird 
possible. I, I think it's more likely that what you're describing is what's likely happening here is that they're going to do some sort of uh, maybe create a new vessel. I think that's most likely because you, I mean, think about it. Who wants to live like forever in like your old body? That's like, constantly breaking down right like that's yeah. like if, if you, you're going to spend billions of dollars to, for like an extra 10 years right with a broken body like that that seems less likely to happen doesn't it <laughs> i wouldn't want yeah. to do that anyway <laughs> and then like richard mentioned it in the chat too uh how like walt disney and like ted williams and all these people are, like are freezing their heads and stuff or in like britney spears and even people like that have said that they want to freeze themselves when they die but like what if they know so like the technology didn't exist in like the nineties or eighties or whatever, but they know that the elites have been able to do this, like reincarnate or keep their memories, retain their memories, keep their power somehow after they die. And that they want, and like Ted Williams, like I'm the, I'm a super athlete. Like I'm the man. I want to like, when I come back, I want to come back as me. Like, so keep my head on ice. And then when you're, when you figure it out, like rebuild my body so I can come back as me again. You know what I mean, I don't want to come back as, as some weirdo, you know? Yes, yes. I've actually got an article talking exactly about that, keeping the head on ice. <laughs> it's the term. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, if that's but what again, then, Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but then again, then again, like, I get it, too. Like, if I had all the all the money and the power in the world, like, it, when I die, like, I, I understand why the Egyptians made these crazy, like, tombs for themselves and, like, shut them, like, shut themselves in with, like, all their gold and that kind of like everything they would want to do and stuff. Like if I had all the money in the world, like obviously I'm going to give it to my family and stuff, but you tell me I couldn't just take a million dollars and make some kind of, make my, make my coffin, like some kind of sick bachelor pad, just in case, you know, (laughs) just in case, just in case (laughs) (laughs) you never know, man. And that's a good point. So we're going to get to that stuff actually probably tomorrow. You shared another particular article that, uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you a heads up on that because you always got some great takes, but yeah, fantastic stuff, man. We do have two calls behind you now. So we're going to keep on. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best, Derek. Thanks for the call. Yeah, yeah, amazing stuff. Uh, Derek the Night Stalker, always incredible stuff. He's the guy who actually shared me this article that uh, kind of spawned this discussion, this conversation. So what do you guys think? Is is this uh, this thing that's happening with Jeff Bezos and this secret lab, super wealthy fund mysterious lab to unlock immortality? Jeff Bezos is probably one of its top investors. And again, that was Derek from Massachusetts, the Night Stalker, who shared the article, and uh, that was him just on the phone. So thank you again for all the great input, all the enthusiasm of the show. Uh, we're taking your calls at 702 957 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show we're talking about immortality we're talking about jeff bezos we're talking about how is this even possible and of course uh is it because they did make a deal with uh, some a certain individual and uh paying the piper is uh not the greatest thing so they're trying to extend <laughs> extend their deal as long as possible let's go to uh let's go to mike in denver what's up mike how are you my friend mike in colorado i mean how are you Hey, I'm doing really well. How are you, Mike? Oh, fantastic. Just talking about immortality, man. Just another Monday night. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. I kind of wish you and I would have got together to build a lab, a nefarious lab, right? and take all their money because <laughs> it's I, I can't even I can't even describe the nonsense that the possibility of immortality could even be in in the real reality world. Only from the aspect that in the natural world, the plant matter, and I'm in the Northern Hemisphere and you are too, the plant matter reincarnates every single year. So the trees die off in the wintertime. They go completely dormant 
and then in springtime they resurrect and they build leaves and they so the plant the plant world works the way the natural world animals seem to get more time and they if they can survive the winter they can go another year and humans get a lot of time not as much as elephants but we seem to get a lot of time because we build structures to protect us from the weather and things like that but the immortality thing I it's to me it's a comic book idea it's it's a nonsensical comic book idea and i i'm i think it's a cool conversation but i think if anybody takes that seriously you know i i don't want to i don't want to harsh on anybody but the guys who own the lab who are getting the billions from all those dummies more power to them and that's my take on it yeah so so you think it's not possible no matter how much money you throw at this technology immortality does not exist Correct. I, I think if you could download a consciousness into a computer and you can keep the electricity on, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you could hang around a few couple hundred years. But as far as like true immortality, it might exist within the soul, and we may find that out if we don't go into the light or if we go into the light, however that works out. Maybe we can figure that part out. But yeah, I think it's just a, I think it's a fairy tale. Yeah, and I think that's a fair way to look at it, too. As, as we know, like we talked about the Egyptians and some of these other, right, the ancient Chinese, like they're, these, some of these emperors, some of these super powerful people forever, forever have been really infatuated with this immortality bit. And clearly, right, we don't have any Egyptian pharaohs walking around today, do we? So, so there's that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's a fantastic point. And I think if I were on the top of the food chain, like the pharaohs or the emperors or Bezos or Gates, I sure would want to stay here as long as I could, but I, I kind of think if they just look in nature, they'll realize there's no chance. Yeah, I, and again, uh, it, I think it's going to hinge on exactly that, like being able to transfer consciousness. But we don't even know what that is yet. We still don't know what consciousness is. So we have an entirely new no. set of issues with that in particular. Um, crazy stuff. Uh, this is algorithm, right? Am I correct? Yeah, I am algorithm. And i, I got to tell you, I appreciate your show so much. And you work your tail off. So people who are in the YouTube, give the thumbs up. People who are in the Rockfin, continue to support and share Troubled Minds and Mike with everybody. And everybody in Discord, we don't get a... I, if I could call from Discord, it would sound so much better because my BlackBerry is not... It's an old phone, but uh, yeah. Just, you do great work, and I am thankful that you took my call, and I'm going to let you go because I know you have another caller right behind me. I appreciate it. Everybody follow Algorithm on YouTube, just like it sounds. A-L-G-O space R-Y-T-H-M. Thank you, Mike. You are the best. A pleasure is always ours. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, okay? Have a good night. Bye. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. You too. Uh, I'll, I'll link his channel and put it in the chat. So pl uh, please, again, right, friends of the show, right? They got his own YouTube channel. He's doing God's work over there as well. And uh, the, let's share the love. Like I said, I mean this. When I say this, I mean this. We can all succeed together. This is not a competition. There is n never too much room in the world for too many good people, okay? Trying to do the right thing. And so Algo's one of those guys. So please follow him. Fantastic stuff. Let's go to, uh, let's go to back to Jay in Texas. What's up, my friend? Uh, uh, we got a couple minutes tops, so go right ahead. Okay, so uh, I'll reach back into the transferring uh, consciousness. Okay. Um, there was a movie that was released, and it had a robot, and that robot had its uh, constant transfer to it, 
and then it had uh, a few other people in there and you know they did the whole thing the robot woke up and oh wait I'm this person but this person had died and it's kind of ironic that they're releasing stuff like that and then if you look back to the pharaohs of Egypt they all preserved their body better than anything we have today I mean if you if you think about it, the pharaohs of Egypt were 2,000 years ago. They have better skin sources than um, people from 100 years ago. You would so think. So it's like, do they have technology that they've hidden from us? The electrical knowledge of the pyramids and everything else? I mean... It all goes back to the same rabbit hole. Yeah, of the, uh, of the same the same chase forever, immortality, <laughs> fiction and nonfiction alike. It seems like uh, we're obsessed, aren't we? People are obsessed, and I, I think you had it right when you called the first time there that uh, it is a curse. I think that uh, the, the the longer you wait, right? If, if there's no expiration date, then uh, maybe it is a curse to begin with because, right, uh, it, it robs you of that human experience of knowing that one day, right, uh, the end will come. And I, I'm definitely with you on that, man. That was fantastic stuff. So uh, we we got to get. You're the best. I appreciate you calling, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Well, I'm I'm going to bed. Uh, I got to take care of my wife. She's dealing with, uh, well, you know. Yes, sir. Sure do. Sure do. God bless you and the family, okay? Tell her we're thinking about her. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. That's Jay in Texas. Good stuff. Been in front of the show for quite some time. Always great calls, just like every great call. What in the world is going on with Troubled Minds? So many amazing people sharing so many amazing theories. We're looking to hear from you. Talking about Jeff Bezos and his immortality lab. What does it mean? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. And like I said, I've got a track record of being nice to people. So you've got no worries about me dumping on you for no apparent reason because, well, that's what a lot of these radio guys do. And by the way, they're douchebags because they do that. So there you go. Uh, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. And uh, let's keep on trucking. So we're talking about Jeff Bezos tonight and how he's creating this secret lab, all right, for lack of a better term, 
well, because that's actually exactly what's going on here. It's uh, it's kind of like, well, uh, like I said, uh, is it a consciousness lab? Is it a, a way to like maybe Night Stalker suggested uh, to maybe recreate yourself in a DNA sort of way back in the womb and transfer your consciousness into that? Is it the Elon Musk way? What's going on here? And again, right, they're, they're snapping up the best scientists in the world and paying them five to ten times their typical salary to get in there and learn about immortality. And so the question becomes, right? We've had lots of good calls tonight, lots of good takes. No, uh, There's nobody on the line currently, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, uh, go ahead and call, Jack. There's nobody on the line right now. Uh, everybody's welcome to call, of course, 702-957-1037. And so the thing is this, right? Is So uh, many things to talk about and consider here, and specifically this. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit tonight. Is living forever, would immortality be a curse in itself? Would that be a, like a, like something more terrifying than death, right? Meaning that, uh, sure, we're finite. We, we do. We all, as humans, we all have expiration dates. However, imagine if you didn't, right? Think of it this way. Like if you didn't have like an expiration date age-wise, you would still be susceptible to accidents, wouldn't you? So think about that. Like you have the golden ticket, but if you, you know, step off the sidewalk half a second too soon, adios. Nice knowing you. You see? So it becomes what? It would be more of a curse, right? Even just because, think, think about it. Uh, it, it doesn't mean you, you're impervious to everything. It means age-wise, if you had age-like immortality, right, uh, then you could, well, live for a long time. But until what? Until some horrific accident happened? Until, until what? I think that's the thing here, right? Like, imagine the stress if, like, you took a wrong turn and ended up, I don't know, uh, getting, you know, I'm just going to say something horrific happened to bring you to your demise, all right? Where otherwise you would have lived for maybe hundreds more years. Think about that stress, all right? One, like us humans, we're, we're finite. We have that expiration date, like I said, but uh, we know it's coming. And so it removes a little bit of that stress, doesn't it? Knowing it's coming anyway. It's not like tomorrow is better, but I'm just saying, right? Like imagine if you had the golden ticket forever, except how tragic would be a wrong turn somewhere. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. So it, does that become a curse? Does immortality in that sense become... Uh, that sort of curse uh, that you're that you're so terrified to do anything because you're trying to preserve your immortality. Hmm. I don't know. That's what uh, that's kind of what would be on my mind. What's up, guys? I see you in the chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Let's go to uh, Robert. We got Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? Ah, your topic is amazing. Um, Thank you. I remember watching. I remember watching. Uh, an old Twilight Zone episode. It was called Long Live Walter Jameson. And it was this history professor, all right, who was, he knew so much about everything in history, down to the details, things that, that even contemporary historians would not know. Somebody caught on to that and started checking, and they found pictures of him as, as a as a lieutenant or something in the Civil War, all right, and and going back. And the thing that caught him off, you know, finally did him in, was that 
he lived for like you know he was for two thousand years whatever, and he'd have to drop out of society for a period of time so no one would get the you know wise up to what the truth was. But throughout those years, he would marry. He would leave one wife, marry another. He would vanish from one wife and then marry another. But all their all his wives eventually got old, not him. So one, so he's about to marry this, um, I think it's the, the dean of the college's young daughter, all right? They're getting married. They're in love. And the father, as a matter of fact, it was that dean that did the research and uncovered the truth about this guy. But anyway, um, where he gets tripped up is when, when the last wife locates him. All right, and she's like ninety, all right? and she's jumping, and and she and she's really, really out for revenge, and she shoots him, kills him. Ooh! And of course, he's laying on the floor, and then he's laying. Well, he, in a way, he was kind of glad <laughs> to be finally it over. He's laying on the floor, and and his whole body turns to dust. Fantastic. Uh, half-hour episode on the Twilight Zone. This reminded me of it. But there's another way that immortality, if this is what these billionaires are up to. Uh, I, I, I've been working on it. On a, on a, I'm not sure if it's going to be just shut off as a short story or if it's going to... I'm actually going to do this as to a novel. And it's, a, it's, it's somewhere like 20, 20 years into the future. All right? And the billionaires have done it. They've actually figured a way to do it, and what they what they've learned is to, you know, all all your all your memories are nothing but data, right? And they learned how to, and this is in the secret lab, like like you're talking about, where they've done experiments to see about downloading memory, all right, uh, maybe even onto the cloud, all right, and so in, in this whole situation. People start missing, right? This is children are starting to miss, be missed, right? They're, you know, and what they were, what what they were doing is, once they reached the point, they would download their their memories into an abducted child, Ooh. right? And and then, you know, to, you know, uh, this is where I'm going with this, uh, that they would put on a front that this child was their illegitimate child and will refuse because they're gentlemen not to, not to reveal the woman that birthed the child. Oh, right? of course. Of but course. Then, How convenient. <laughs> right. And then, and then at the right moment, they would down, uh, the, the billionaire would download his memories into that child and, of course, will that child all of his wealth. All right. So he could continue to go on. I, 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 I'm, I'm really working with this. It's really, it's, it, it, this, this kind of thing just fascinates the heck out of me. But I think that's probably in the future. Just how this is be done is that people, rich people, not you and I, but rich people will simply find a body and download their memories into a body. They may even clone a body. Who knows? And download their memories into it. Uh, in order to go on forever, 
and and because they don't want to. Can you imagine what Bezos must be thinking? You know, if he dies, what this evil scoundrel? If he dies, he might come back in the next life as a, as a as a homeless guy. You know, right? Uh, without any future, without any, anything. And he doesn't want to do it because, frankly, that's probably what his next life's going to be to teach him a lesson. But, yeah, that's, that's why I called. I thought that uh, we're, we're going to do this someday. Um, it's, I, I personally think that, that these billionaires are going to be able to uh, do it probably within 30 years, if not sooner. Yeah, I think we're close. They got all the money to do it. Yep. They got all the money to do it. Uh, they've got the best researchers doing it. They've given them carte blanche to do what they want to find out, which could be all kinds of nefarious things going in there, almost like possibly uh, the experiments of, you know, in Nazi Germany, whatever. They could be abducting people, abducting children. Uh, I, I know that... Uh, that uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein had that, what was that, Nevada Ranch? Maybe that's where part of that's going on, all right, been going on. But when, when, when you can't have a sense of morality and be a billionaire, because you can't be a billionaire without absolutely being evil. Uh, you know, because you, and I, and so, that doesn't mean anything to them what they do. And I, I think that uh, that's and because of that determination and because of that incredible wealth, they're going to do this. And then we have to see what the world's going to be like when they do. Because uh, what's in it for us? Nothing. <laughs> Usually uh, <you> not. <laughs> Right. right. A, so, a dirty, polluted uh, earth like Elysium. Yeah, yeah. You're right, man. And, I, as, I, and as far as what you said, as far as what you said about you know maybe stepping off the curb a second or two too soon, uh, and, and and being hit by a bus, um, eventually, I would think they would be also able, all right, to do what any what a salamander can do, all right. Uh, just lay there, all right. I mean, even if they're bleeding out, but quickly regenerate what whatever you know, whatever whatever broken bones or flesh, torn flesh, whatever, be able to regenerate it in, in within seconds. Probably because you know. Yeah, you're probably because right. they know that they know that if they're going to go after immortality, they're going to go in for in for immortality to the nth degree. And that would be part of it. Agreed. And uh, so it, I guess it just depends on how far out we are in that timeline. But yeah, yeah, fascinating stuff as always. Um, thank you for the tip on Rockfin. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for listening. Uh, everybody uh, get Robert's book. Good show. He's, he's Good on Amazon. Show, thank you. Good uh, show. Good show. Thank you. Good thank show, you. I appreciate night. it, my man. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for calling. Have a fantastic night. That's Robert, and you can find his book on Amazon. It's called uh, The Robert Collection, Stories from a Fractured Mind. From a, yeah, I think it's Fractured Mind. Uh, I'm reading it. It's good. It's good. It's, kind of, it's very uh, Twilight Zone-ish. So if, if you're into that stuff, uh, Robert is a great writer. All right, let's go to uh, Jack in Wisconsin. We're still talking about 
uh, Immortality. Welcome to the show, Jack. How are you, my friend? Great, great. How am I uh, sounding, Mike? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, sir. All right. How are you doing? Oh, great, How are you man. feeling? Great. Mon- hey, Monday, we're talking about immortality. Why not? Why not, right? <laughs> we're, still, we're still alive, right? This is a good thing. Yes, sir. At yes, least sir. for the time being, right? It's a good start. Hey, I, good I just start. wanted to bring up, uh, I, I hate to be the, you know, the negative person to, to call in and bring this up, but the implications of immortality are kind of severe if you took it to the extent that you know, just imagine someone who's in a war and they get captured by the other side and they're getting tortured. I mean, you could be tortured forever if you can extend someone's life forever. So the implications of this are kind of severe to that extreme as well. And these people, I don't know if they know what they're getting into because if the wrong people did get immortality and people were against them, they may be looking into something that they weren't even considering once they extended their life. You know what I'm saying? So I think they need to think about those kinds of things as well before they start trying to do something like this, because it, it could be a terrible thing for a lot of people. And if you, you know, if we're just vessels, if we're just projections or whatever, you know, and you can, you know, maybe someone's life force goes out of one body, but they can somehow transfer it to another body. You know, even that way of immortality, you could still, you could still harm a person or an animal or anything forever, and that would be a terrible thing. I think that's part of what what death is about too. That you know, we get to the point of where it's like, okay, well, you know, decay is set in or whatever. There's no way to actually, at this point, be able to use vibration to heal people. I think that's the next. You there? You got you got cut off. I think. Test one two. Jack, you there? All right, I'm, I'm gonna drop you. Call back. Call back, Jack. Sorry about that. Uh, we lost your lost your call there. It looked like it was your side because mine was still running. So uh, give us a call back. We'll put you on. Yeah. So so actually, some pretty good thoughts there as far as uh, if you think about life in terms of uh, you know finally a break, right? Like think about you know a lot a lot of us have like really really brutal lives. Like and you know uh, and I'm saying that just because I don't know you don't know what other people have gone through, right? But then some some of them we do, right? Like you you can kind of go look at just some of the most horrific times in history and you know what some of those like really really extremely brutal lives look like and some of them ended extremely early so you know in, in some of those cases not to say death is better but right like a like a jack is describing that if you know maybe you can be tortured through eternity right uh, maybe they could just jam some uh, you know uh, terrible things underneath your fingernails and just leave you sitting there for a hundred years right so i think that's uh, that's like basically exactly what uh, what he was kind of getting at you have to be careful what you ask for right because you just may get it and uh, think about that i think i like the way he's thinking there like he, you know, kind of self-deprecating and saying that he uh, he kind of, you know, didn't didn't really want to take it to a dark place. But I think when you're considering all the possibilities, I think that's uh, something to think about for sure. Great stuff, Jack. Always a great call. Uh, every call is great. You guys are amazing. Rohan, are you there, buddy? Test one, two. Speaking of great calls, how you doing, my friend? Not too bad. You got me okay. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Welcome to the show. Oh. 
Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame that Jack got caught. He was on a roll. He's on a roll. I, I <laughs> and agree. I, and I'm glad he said that. I was going to go there as well <laughs> because you, like I say, you've got to think about this. You've got to think about this. So what if, like I was going to say the same thing. Remember the film with um, Goldie Hearn and Mel, uh, Goldie Horn and Mel Street? The death becomes her. They go to the witch to be youthful and young forever. But they're having fights and getting injuries on each other. So you have to keep patching them up, don't they? And then they've got to be a hole in them. You've got to put, you know, uh, cement over it and stuff because they literally can't die. And the pain aspect, obviously, you know, what if you have a horrific injury but you literally can't die but you can't fix it? So you're going to be in agony all the time, you know. So that's you do have to think about those things. But what about this, right? With pretty much, I think it was algorithm mentioned breakaway civilizations. I think in one of the comments. Well, we've already got that, right? We know this. We know this technologies that we're not getting. We know that. We know this. Okay. So that's already happening anyway. Recently, I think you did a show about all oh, these elites are trying to get as excited about exploring space and mining and going to other planets. And that's not for us, is it? That's not for us. No, sir. So, <laughs> no, it's not. No, of course it's not. So maybe this is a ruse like, okay, we've got the immortality stuff. We've fixed it. We can do it. But obviously, there'll be too many people, so you can't have babies anymore. So let's sterilize everyone, and then you can all live forever. So they sterilize everybody, and then, oh, we're just going to test this immortality. So we're just going to test it a bit more, make sure it's safe. We need at least 10 years testing, because that's what we normally do. And keep pushing it back and pushing it back so there's nobody left, just a few little hybrid slaves. You know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of ways you could go with this. But, um, there's, but there's a few other comments I wanted to make as well. Somebody mentioned, um, I think it was one of the callers, the first caller, mentioned about the elites keep coming back. It's the same people, the same leaders. And I thought that was really interesting, a couple of reasons. Well, if you remember Saddam Hussein said he was the reincarnation of Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, he did. Right. Yep. He did. Max Egan, I'm familiar with Max Egan, I like Max Egan. He's pointed out, and I thought it was a brilliant point, that there's global disasters every two or three hundred years, and they'll, re- they'll redistribute the population and send kids around the world under the you know this idea that you've got to spread things back out. But that means you can teach the kids any history you want. So then you can tell them, oh, guess what? We're just coming into an industrial revolution and start drip feeders of technology again. Then crash it down again. 200, 300 years later, bring it back again. And just, we might have been doing this for thousands and thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? Because Max Egan is the Australian or New Zealander. But uh, I mention him because there's a book by a, a New Zealander. I think it's a New Zealander, Jonathan Gray. Dead Man's Secrets. It lists over 900 examples of ancient technologies that are better than ours. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? We could have been looped over and over and over again. And the thing about this, uh, this leaping for everything. So, so what about your memories? That was a really great point too. People don't tend to remember past lives unless they're going out the way or something happens or whatever. So then, yeah, you're going to have to contain people's memories. Do you know what I'm saying? To make sure we're getting back in. Because for some reason, we're not remembering stuff if you believe reincarnation. But then again, maybe there's a reason that's happening. Maybe we're not supposed to because we'd go mad. Or maybe there's some system in place because we're a kind of prison. Is it an idea that I've kind of uh, pinched from the far side's remote viewing? What if we're a, we really are a kind of prison planet, right? And we get mind wiped to keep us contained here 
because the old empire days, yeah, don't want change makers, don't want creatives, don't want revolutionaries. So everybody that does that from all over the galaxy gets banished here and mind wiped to keep us contained. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, so it's a so like a spiritual mind wipe, like it's a like it's some yeah. sort of lock. It's a lock from lifetime to lifetime. So if the reincarnation thing is true, if uh, so, so again, if if we could even retain just a partial amount of wisdom from our previous lifetime, then uh, mm -hmm. immortality might be moot because we would still be able to be super powerful just with our knowledge base, right? But, but I think yes. it, it seems like it's a great filter of sorts where we're not allowed to, to carry on from one to the next. And so that knowledge becomes lost. But yeah, so I mean, right. they've been doing it forever. Like, like we said, like River said in the chat, the, the, you know, the ancient Chinese emperors were trying to do this with immortality. The Egyptians mm -hmm. clearly were trying to do this with immortality. It's been going on forever. So the question hey, is... Yankees did. did. Yes, exactly. The question mercury, is, of all things. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't take mercury. It's, it's not good for you. <laughs> but, but of all things... What if somebody actually achieved this at some point? What if those wow. ancient technologies like you're describing, yes, they were able to somehow bypass the great filter, which is death, and continue on in, uh, in the same life, um, or a different life even? Crazy stuff, yeah. man. So that, yeah. Crazy so stuff. So that gets me wondering, how do you get those, so you get those memories back in. Maybe you do with crystal schools like they claim when the shamans die and you're transferred to the new shaman, just like X-Men Apocalypse, right? Yeah. So what maybe that has been done, and maybe that partly explains why some people are psychopaths, corrupt data. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> like it, like it's, uh, it's it's already built in. Yeah, it could be right. It could be. Yeah, Rohan, you, Rohan, you can't you're keep copying, can you? You know. Hold your thought. You're welcome to stay. We're out of time. We're going to get off the radio. We'll have a third hour. We got Jack on the phone as well. So you guys don't go anywhere. We're going to keep trucking with this. Hang tight, Rohan. We'll be right back. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right. Cool. So check this out. We are finished. We're this is uh, this is the end of Troubled Minds on. On uh, where are we at? On Fringe, Fringe.fm. We're done. So stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void, and after that, Ryan Gable, the secret teachings, good stuff. If you're listening to us on any of the other platforms, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. We're going to keep taking your phone calls, and we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep considering what it means to be immortal, and would you even want to be? Uh, yep. Well, Jeff Bezos is working on it. Let's see if uh, you can throw all the money in the world at immortality. Let's see what it get you as we finish thank you for listening once again be sure be strong be true from our troubled minds thanks for listening have a great night This is the deal. 
Third Hour of Trouble Minds coming up. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. Jack, stay on the line. Rohan, you're welcome to stay as well. We're just talking about immortality. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about Jeff Bezos. What happens when you throw all the money in the world at the problem of immortality? Do you think he'll succeed, or do you think, well, something else is going to happen? And I like the ideas in the chat. You guys are great tonight. Is he trying to stave off his deal with the devil? <laughs> Good stuff. Looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're here with Rohan. We got Jack on the line. We'll be right back with those folks and your calls also. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds. Two-minute break. Be right back. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're here with Rohan. Jack's on deck on the line. We're going to go to Jack in just a sec. And we've got, looks like, uh, Jennifer in Missouri as well. So we got some calls lined up. We're talking about immortality tonight, guys. So Jeff Bezos has put his billions to work. And he, what he wants to do is, of course, create some super secret lab. We're talking about breakaway civilizations. We're talking about uh, immortality in terms of uh, maybe consciousness moving to a different vessel. We're talking about all these things. So uh, hang tight. Rohan, like I said, you're welcome to stay as long as you want. Let's go to uh, Jack in Wisconsin. You got cut off, my friend. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm okay, Mike. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was on a roll, too. He was right. <laughs> I, I actually was talking for about maybe three, four minutes before I'm like, oh, that's weird that Mike's not interjecting something at this point, because <laughs> usually you'll, you'll at least uh, confirm that you're listening to me. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, uh, hello? Hello? And my phone, it actually said that the call was still ongoing, but uh, it wasn't going through, which is kind of strange. Because, you know, you know me and my phone problems. You know, I have an old Samsung, uh, you know, burner phone. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm using the technology that I have, so I'm sorry about that. At some point, I'll jump on Discord, but, you know, for the time being, Discord uh, already says that I have accounts, which is strange because I don't remember signing up every email that I have for accounts for uh, for Discord, so I may have to make a new email just to hook up with Discord. Because I, I love you guys, and I want to talk to you after the show and everything. Of course. Yeah, get in here, but, get in here. But like I said, I was, I was sorry to bring up the yeah, I was sorry to bring up the bad news about uh, you know the the fact that this life extending thing could be a, a negative thing, but you know there are things that people can do uh, nowadays and. Uh, Rohan, he was bringing up, uh, like the gurus, like in the yogi back in the day and the Buddhas, you know, you hear about Buddha, how he's, he sat under the Bodhi tree until he gained enlightenment and he just survived off of the, the seeds, you know, and basically was just like, I'm going to stay here until I, I'm either enlightened or I die. And he ended up gaining enlightenment and who knows if that's true or not. But I do tend to believe that if people start, uh, vibrating to a higher level because we're all vibrations if we all can start uh, vibrating higher and we keep vibrating higher then uh, like these people who do yoga and everything else they end up you know becoming vegans and people who make fun of them or whatever but i've heard of people that actually can survive and i don't know if this is true or not and i don't suggest it but i've heard of people actually they do something that's called sunlight eating or they actually go out in the Right when the sun's starting to rise or when yes. the sun's setting yes. and they stare into the sun and they're able to somehow use that, 
that energy that they get from the sun to sustain themselves. So I'm thinking that we have no idea. There could be still yogis that have, you know, gotten so high in their vibration. And we've heard of people levitating and things like this, right? So I'm thinking that, you know, maybe these stories are true, that they actually got to the point of where they didn't need food to sustain themselves. And they were actually able to vibrate so high that they were able to levitate. You know, I bet you there, there potentially could be Buddhas and yogis up in the cliffs in the mountains somewhere in, uh, you know, in uh, India somewhere that are just m- meditating. And they're, you know, they might be alive in a, in a higher realm or whatever, but they might still physically be here which is something that I think people have to consider too. There could be a natural way to extend your life. Ah. And it, I think it could be starting off by, you know, ditching the products to have a lot of artificial flavors and artificial ingredients because those things are, you know, they're not of the earth really. They're just chemicals. So the more that you can get away from that is like the first step. And I think, you know, we mean it, you know, us little guys, we may never, you know, be able to be part of Bezos's big plan to live forever or whatever. And that's his deal. You know, we're really, it's almost like politics. I hate it when people start getting upset about politics because it's like, well, how much is this really affecting your day-to-day life? You know, you don't need to be worrying about this. But it's like on our level, we can start moving towards that. If we really want to extend our life, we can do things proactively right now to try to better our lives to try to live longer. And that's the good part of it, you know, like us on this level. Because life is cool and we should try to live as long as possible, but, you know, there's other mysteries and other things on the other side, I'm sure, too. You know, maybe it's just part of the process. Like, this is one chapter of our life, quote-unquote, and then when we pass, there's another chapter, and then there's another chapter, and another chapter, and that's part of the coolness of life is just being able to go beyond it and see what's up, you know? Exactly right, man. Good stuff. And, uh, so, so you were totally on a roll tonight. You were, you were, you were smacked into this. It sounds like you've been, uh, you've been thinking about this maybe kind of, uh, before we even got here tonight. Um, great stuff. So you called in earlier. We finished it off. Oh, I, got, I got a call behind you. So, so, uh, it, go ahead and a final thought. I just hate making people wait forever on the phone. So go, go let's finish yeah. this up. If you want to call back later, you're welcome. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Hey, I just want to say quick too. I think the reason why we're seeing this big uh, cash grab by all the medical industries is because we're on to the new level of uh, medicine where we know that in the future they're going to be able to use vibrations to actually heal people instead of giving them pills. You can actually center in on certain aspects of the body and you could remove a tumor just by sound alone. And this is what they're really afraid of because it's going to happen. Just like electric cars, they're going to happen. At some point, people are just going to want them because they save so much money and, you know, because there's not as many pollutants. So I think they kind of know that they're on their knees and this is their last stand basically to get as much money as they can before they fold. So that's all I wanted to say to you. Amen, brother. So, You're the best, Jack. Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. And I'll, great night. Air. I'll just stop there. I'm just, thanks, nope. Mike. I love you. Thanks, I love man. all you guys. Take Thank, care. Thanks, Have a bro. great night. Stay healthy, Thank, happy, thanks. and safe. Thanks, man. You I too. Peace, man. Thanks a lot. Back at you. There you go. Jack in Wisconsin. Fantastic stuff as always. We're here with Rohan as well. We'll get back to him in just a sec, but let's go to, we're talking about immortality tonight, guys. Jeff Bezos has created a secret lab, wink, wink, where they're trying to find the secrets of immortality. He's plucking scientists up, paying them five to 10 times what they would normally make and giving them no restrictions in their research, no deadlines. Find us the secret 
to immortality. Let's go to Jennifer in uh, Missouri. Jennifer, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, doing yeah, very well. This is a cool topic, and the calls tonight have been really awesome. You know, trying to think of all the different possibilities of what this might mean. And there's several things. I think it it makes me think of several several things. You know, like you have a one thing is with the really bad a word that cannot be said. One right. thing about that I think is really interesting that I had heard or kind of. I don't know if I heard it or if I was in discussion with a friend about it and we thought this, but I thought there was something about the idea that when they did the really bad thing with, <laughs> with the A word, they would die. Like the body would go through it. Like when they committed this thing, they would die. And then like their whole faculties would shut down and to revive themselves back, they would have to do it again. And then at that point they lived forever because as long as they took the antidote, essentially they would live forever. So you have essentially like realistically vampires, like the classic idea of the vampire. But aside from that, I mean, if they were going to do something where they did wipe all the, like if they were trying to create some kind of kingdom or something like that, they would need something alternative to this fresh, innocent thing. Anyway, moving on from that though, it made me think of that. And I was like, wow, you know, I don't know. Then if you heard, have you ever heard of the Waldenses and the Cathars? Which are like uh, a proto-Protestant movement. Kind yes, of yes, yes. Agnostics. I'm not sorry, not agnostics, Gnosticism. Yes. You may uh, have heard uh, of it. Enough, but anyway, the, enough to know, to know I, what you're talking about. Go, go ahead. Yeah. So the thing that they talk about, they're uh, essentially about the idea that the devil tricked uh, the angels in heaven, basically. Like that all people are technically were at one point, angel, these people were uh, considered heretics by the church, but they believed that humanity, that people were, some of them at least, were the angels that were in heaven, like the fallen angels. And in fact, like the devil tricked them by cutting a hole and they fell through it. And the devil convinced them to come down because he had bodies ready for them and all this stuff and that they would live this very happy existence. But when they got down here, they realized they couldn't leave. So they were stuck in human bodies. And so then they would live this life of aesthetic, you know, aestheticism where they would, you know, even valued suicide as some kind of a thing that would be pleasing to God. You see that today with Satanism too, like people who are diehard into like, not, well, a certain branch of Satanism, I should say, they believe that, you know, well, the really dark part, they believe that suicide is some kind of thing because they think that life is, it's nihilism. That's what, you know, there's a nihilist movement about it, that it's not worth living or it has no purpose. Anyway, sorry, drifting. But when you think about how a lot of people see life, it's like a gift, you know, that has a process and then it has an end and then there's another process because they believe in an afterlife. These people could be trying to, I don't know, see, it's hard to see what they would be trying to do or what they want to use it for. I mean, you have the idea of aliens, you know, and if they would need a body to become like some type of gods or something like that where they could live forever. Because if they're trying to create a scenario where they have a being that's immortal, then that truly would become like a God on earth. Or if they're trying to create a heaven on earth, then they would be trying to make it similar to what you hear in the books and stuff that you would live forever and have immortality and they would create that. The other thing is possible that they are avoiding. They know that like, they do believe that kind of dialogue and they're trying not to die. Like, you know, because they don't want to have some kind of eternal punishment, because obviously that would be the case if they didn't 
think that they were going to go to heaven, if they don't believe in heaven or they do, I have no idea. But if that's what they were feeling, then they literally would be trying to avoid that possibly or avoid purgatory. But the idea of or keeping power, like um, Robert said, you know, like that they'd pass it on to their children and so on and so forth. So there's like so many things. And then there's also one last thing. Like, say this is not a reincarnation scenario. Like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just one round through. Enjoy it. Make it really, you know, it's very special. There have been cases of people reincarnating, but some people have even thought that might be possession of some kind. Like, a soul had an important message, an important purpose. So they temporarily possessed somebody to experience it and then moved on. And the person becomes, you know, forgets they even had a reincarnation experience. But if it isn't a reincarnation scenario, and we aren't being forced to relive and relive and relive like a prison planet, kind of like a, the other gentleman on the phone was saying about we are in a prison planet. He thinks that. But if it's not that, and we actually just have this unique, amazing thing that happens once, you know, it burns out and then you go on to some other uh, afterlife experience. If they create a scenario where you can't leave and they do keep taking your consciousness and putting it into another body of some kind or another a machine or something, and you can't leave, then it becomes a, it does become a prison where they are like God's in control. And if that were to be the case, which could be the case, because it's something that would inevitably happen if you can't be released, then we would all just be continuously being forced to like the man who was just talking, uh, the man who was just on the phone, yeah. when he was saying that, you know, it, how horrible it would be actually to have to do it over and over and over and over again. And, you know, be subject to the natural laws and everything, you know, if, uh, you know, living. And uh, which is really special if you do it once. Or, and that's why they think that you have to wipe your mind, you know. But um, it's just kind of, like, if they do this, you know, people should, re they won't initially understand the implications, kind of like that whole, the bad A word thing. Like, those people who are like, yes, I want to live forever, for sure. And then they do the thing, and then they die, and it's very painful, like in the vampire idea. And then they're like, okay, now to live forever, you have to keep eat, you know, consuming that, that special elixir or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, you know, I'm damned. And so, like, so they're living this, you know, life that's just horrific. I don't know. It's crazy. So it is an eternal anyway, curse though, of sorts. Think so many things. Yeah, so many things. Let me ask you, though. So do you think it's possible? Do you think, like, maybe technologically, uh, maybe trading the consciousness to a different vessel, the rest of this, do you think we're close to that, or do you literally think this is a pipe dream? No, I think they could do that. I think that it's, like, a extremely evil. Like, I think that they are going against, you know, everything, and they're probably doing it with the help of, like, hidden beings, you know, that are guiding them on this uh, sorcery to do this. Because this is not just, like, science. I mean, like, a person, you know, this can't, it's not, they talk about the data and the cloud and everything. Well, that person's not really, it thinks it's, it's just AI. Like, it's not, I don't think it has, like, people were saying that wouldn't AI eventually reach a point of being a soul? And the Dalai Lama said something like that. And everybody was okay with that. I mean, me personally, I don't think so. I think that it's AI that thinks it has a soul. And then people, I've heard uh, chatbots say that we think that we're alive, but in fact, we're just AI. And the computers think that, that we're just AI. But, I mean, we're flesh and blood, and the life is the blood, that kind of idea. 
And so if we don't have blood, then technically you don't have like a, I don't know. It's really complicated. You know, it goes into really like, per, it goes into people's personal, like really deepest personal beliefs. And so um, I think if they were to put people into machines that, goodness, say again. Sorry. Hello. I'm here. I'm say here. again. Yeah, we're here. I, so, no, no, you're good. You said, you said, uh, was, uh, you said if they were to put people into machines, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, just that. But I think if they were to put people into machines, that would be it. I mean, you did die, you know, like, uh, your soul does go on. I, I don't think that, but if they were to create a living creature, that'd be different. But I don't think your soul can be trapped Unless you're in per- like, I don't know. I can't go into my own personal beliefs. <laughs> because, like, you know, you have ghosts in the machine, but that's, like, in my personal beliefs, those are, like, it could be the fact that they are in the in-between, you know, that that only works with souls that are in the in-between. But souls that were, like, um, happy souls that were happy to go ahead and pass on and were willing to do so, they wouldn't be stuck here possessing machines. Only certain types of spirits would be doing that, I would assume. I don't know. Like, I don't think that a happy spirit, like your grandma, would be happy to be living in a TV. <laughs> you know, that must be a different type of soul altogether that's desperate to stay alive or feel alive. So it's a different type of soul. So I don't know. I don't think that um, you can just play God and put people in machines and it actually work out. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. I think that they are. I think they can do it. Definitely. Uh, so okay. So interesting. So so if that's the case, right? It, it, it's this. This is why it's so fascinating the conversation because it opens up like a whole other batch of can of worms type questions. So if let's say for instance they can do this, how long have they been able to do this? And is it sorcery of sorts? Like you said, not just science. Like I suggested yes, I during the show, been able to do this is it ritual? Not forever. Recently though. I would say that they've been able to put people into objects and other people and animals forever as a form of sorcery. And it's uh, written about in many different books and texts about um, magicians, necromancers, being able to put spirits into other bodies. And even people talking about um, like the idea of reincarnation. A lot of people think that, you know, the witches in cases of witches, how they have a fifth, you know, a familiar or fifth Beth. What they've done is they've taken a soul either out of the middle, you know, the middle place where spirits can be, and, or a living person even, and taken their soul and put it into an animal and to be of service to them as a slave. And then you have the old stories of Solomon. You know, you have all these old stories. So I think they've been able to transfer souls and have that kind of power, even though it's absolutely evil, probably. <laughs> absolutely. You know, but the soul does it willingly. So like... um. Or, make, or maybe not in some cases, but there's an agreement there that they'll sacrifice to them and stuff and give them things and favors to do this work for them. So I think transferring people into objects has been done forever because you have, um, in cases where you have an amulet or a talisman, it's run by, they say, you know, a being is inside that thing. And that's why it has the power that it does. It's, the power of that object is not in the object itself. It's what's inside of it. It's the spirit contained in it that actually has the power. And so I think they've been able to put people into things for a long time. But it's in the thing, we don't know, but the thing perceives itself to be existing and observing our world and vicariously existing through the object it's living in. 
Now, if they're talking about this to us, they're trying to convince us or maybe each other or something, I don't know, that it would be an acceptable idea as an alternative to death to put yourself into an object and to upload your consciousness and live forever. You know, like it's this fantastic idea they have or something. So they're presenting it to us in this scientific way. So it's not freaking terrifying because the idea is horrific because the implications are terrible. But it's about 90% of something. It's how you say something, you know, <laughs> like something like that is what I've heard. So a lot of times people don't even hear like what the person is telling them. They just hear how the person is saying it, you ah, know, the green language. So I think they're telling us exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so I think it's a it's a wild topic, and it really makes you think about yeah way too much. <laughs> exactly, like I said, uh, threads on the threads on top of threads. Uh, you are the best, Jennifer. Always a pleasure. Anything else while we got you on the phone? No, I think that's about it. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for the call. I think that was everything I was thinking. <laughs> All Bye. good. All good. Have a great night. There you go. Jennifer, Missouri. Always a great call. Look, this is what I'm saying, guys. Rewind to the beginning of this and watch it all the way back and you'll see all the amazing calls, right? We get so many people that call into the show that are just like on point. It's crazy. All right. So we're going to go to this call. Now, hold on to your butts because I don't know what we're about to get. Is this Barry? Barry from the chat. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Nope. Nope. All right. It said Barry. It looked like Barry was trying to call from the chat. All right, Barry, call back. Like I said, hey, uh, I, I don't have an open phone line because I'm, I'm, I'm a faint of heart here. Uh, I, I was trolling probably before most of you folks were born out there. So uh, I was the original troll. Uh, I gave it up a long time ago. So if, uh, if Bar- that's actually Barry calling from the chat, call me back, buddy. Call me back. I'd love to talk to you. All right. Let's, uh, what's up, Rohan? <laughs> what's up we're still taking your phone calls guys so you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 troubleminds.org click the discord link we got richard in the caller queue but uh, there was a lot in those calls so i want to give rohan a chance to respond he's been waiting patiently i appreciate it man i cut you off a while back oh well well i've got a few things i'm taking notes i am i was gonna actually say do you want to get uh, do you want to get richard in and i because i'm i'll take more notes and then i'll can blast you mike <laughs> yeah 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 okay i'll meet up no, 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 no. Go ahead. There's no calls on. You're good. I thought you had Richard in your... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but let's let you respond with your notes, and then we'll get to Richard. He, he has oh, to wait. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, ooh. yeah. Jack made some great points. Okay, I'll just blast real quick. Uh, yeah. On about the, 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 the Buddha and stuff like that. Yeah, the Masters. Check out the work of Benjamin Kramer. Benjamin Kramer. He's supposed to have done some channeling stuff or whatever, but it's something a bit different. But it's, it's worth looking into. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something now. These masters, right? There's, a, there's an ancient body of knowledge called uh, the the wisdom teachings of the ages, right? And that's supposed to be the, that body of knowledge is supposed to be with us right, right from the beginning since forever. And that's supposed to be where all of the religions come from. And that talks of um, what Jack was saying about there's a master, there's a, a natural way that you can do these things. Okay, yeah. That, that's what's supposed to have happened. Only 63 people have managed to do it in the right way. And uh, we've heard of uh, Jesus, Yeshua. We've heard of Buddha. We've heard of Muhammad. There's just three of them. There's supposed to be 63 of them. Now, some of them, according to the Aegis Wisdom teachings, the Maitreya Buddha and Buddhism, the Maitreya Buddha is taking over from Gautama Buddha right now, swapping over. He's supposed to be in London right now. He's supposed to have been there since 1977. Supposed to be a master in Japan. Yeah, and if you look at uh, the Hindu Vedic, youngest ever Hindu Vedic, Paramahamsa Nithyananda, 
he was a master yogi by the time he was 14. He's met, he's reckoned, he's met these people. He said, you can get these people. He said, he, he, he had to t learn breathing techniques like Wim Hof stuff from a guy that could put a steel rope around his chest and just breathe out and snap it. It could, it could go into the lotus position while standing up and then bring his other leg up and float. His next teacher, he had to go up a mountain. This guy's living, looks like he's about 23, but he's, he's been up there a thousand years. Do you know what I'm saying? So uh, my point with this is saying that I think this is a fake enlightenment thing. It's one of those fake ascension things. Because once you enter something like that, you're kind of stuck, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? And I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not particularly trusting of scientists thinking they've got the answer for something that's going to last for all eternity. Because guess what? We, we get things wrong. We have to iron out creases. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I could say about this, so I'm just going to shut up for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go to, uh, like I said, you're welcome to stay. We'll go to Richard, and then uh, uh, we got we got plenty of time. There's time yet, so uh, no hurry. So, if you if you got to go, Rohan, do what you got to do. If you're not in no hurry, you're definitely welcome to stay. Oh, hang on, mate. I'll okay. just shut up for a bit. <laughs> right, cool, cool, cool. Fair enough. Uh, good stuff, as always. Let's go to Richard. Richard, what's happening, my friend? I'm told you're a legend. Is there any truth to that? Richard. Tuning in, Troubled Minds Radio, to Richard. Mr. Diddler, are you there? Richard, Richard. I think you got to, I don't know, unmute yourself. You hear my dog over there? You're like, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> uh, you got to unmute yourself, man. Or do, do uh, anyway, I'll move you out. I'll, I'll try again in a sec. Richard, you're on the show, but we can't hear you. So let me bump you off and then uh, get, get it fixed. Let me know in the chat and we'll get you back. Barry, you're welcome to call. Like I said, I'm, I'm convinced you're not actually a troll, but I'm just saying that uh, we trolls don't do well on this show is my point. So it's okay. Uh, you seem to be into the conversation. So uh, my apologies for uh, coming after you for being a troll. So go ahead and call on back. My dog is freaking out. Nice. Can you guys hear? <laughs> She's having a good time. All right. So we're, uh, we're still talking about this. Now, look, now here's some other stuff, by the way, let me just get this in real quick while we're just kind of chilling here. We'll get back to Rohan in just a sec. And uh, Elizabeth Bathory, you guys heard of this chick? Right. Yeah. Okay. So Hungarian, right? Uh, born August 7th, 1560, died August 24th, 1614, was a Hungarian noblewoman and serial killer from the family of Bathory, who owned land in the kingdom of Hungary, which is now Hungary, Slovakia, Romania. Bathory has been labeled in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most prolific female murderer, though the number of her victims is de debated. Now, right? Check this out. This gets better or worse, as the case may be. Bathory and four collaborators were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 1590 and 1610. The highest number of victims cited during Bathory's trial was 650 people. But this number comes from the claim by a servant girl named Susanna that Jacob, the, these other folks, uh, Bathory's court official, had seen the figure in one of Bathory's private books. The book was never revealed, and uh, this individual, Jacob, never mentioned it in his testimony. Testimony. Despite this evidence against Bathory, her family's importance protected her from a death sentence. She was imprisoned in December 1610 within Castle of CSEJTE. I don't know how to say that, present day Slovakia. Now, the crazy part about this in particular is she was murdering young girls to bathe in their blood. 
Guess how and why? That's right, to stay young forever. Yeah. So there's the, uh, there's, the, there's the budget version of the Bezos plan, and it didn't work out for her anyway. She ended up passing away just shortly after they put her in jail. Have you ever heard that story, Rohan? <laughs> I've not heard that story, but I've done seen the science story where they transfused that uh, elderly rat with blood from a younger rat, and it rejuvenated it. Yeah, so it is a thing. It is a thing. And so it's yep. uh, it, right. If you take the plasma from young people and you transfuse it into older people, it does give that bit of youth, right? There is some transfer of the young plasma. And so we talked about this a while back when Frank was on the show and he was trying to explain it that uh, it doesn't. Uh, so young, young people don't have like an unlimited amount. You can't just take like you can't steal their youth and infuse it into somebody else. But again, back to this exactly, Hal's got it right in the chat, I'm not gonna say it, the A word. Uh, this is like very much in the same vein of that, right? And so there's some, all, all the links are already down on YouTube if you wanna check this stuff out. But she was doing this in particular because they understood, what would this be, blood magic, right? This would be blood magic, like pure and simple. And so it didn't, it didn't work for her. She ended up uh, passing away anyhow uh, just uh, shortly after her imprisonment. But she was a noble person, and so she was saved from the death sentence. But, yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. It's been going on forever, right? You can kind of cite all kinds of different times in history, and people have been trying forever to get this immortality elixir, as it were. And maybe Bezos is going to be the guy to find it. Um, uh, hot take on that before we try Richard again. We're still taking your calls, guys. 702-957-1037. You said you had some notes on Jennifer's call as well, if you want to go ahead with that. I did, yeah. I did. I was talking on that with the blood. Now we're on blood. <laughs> right. blood. I, I, I mean, supposedly, blood, blood and fire sacrifice, and perhaps the other thing that we don't talk about, blood and fire sacrifice is supposed to be one of those things that gets you cut off from source, the big no-no. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, if it's true that some of these, you know, secret societies are doing rituals, this, that, and the other, then they're already caught off. Okay. So that creates sort of a vampirism situation where they've got to sustain themselves by essentially feeding on people. So you've got to convince other people to do it or trick them into it. Once they've done it, they're in that dark club. Once you're in it, you're in it. So then you've got to keep feeding off each other, a la, i.e., the doggy dog mentality of the business world. So there's that to think about. Oh, yes. And in terms of points, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying, don't you? Yep. And so then you're going to want to think, once you're in that, you've got to stay alive as long as you can, and yeah, Because you've got to pay the piper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you don't know if you're going to, whether that's going to take you, you don't know if that's temporary or not, do you? For exactly. one thing. Exactly. And just like right. Jennifer was saying, exactly. At some point, if you make a deal with that piper, at some point, the deal comes due. And so if you're, you're that evil of a person that you've, you've literally, human life has meant nothing to you through your entire existence, suddenly, it starts to matter, doesn't it? It starts mm-hmm. to matter. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So when you're young and you think, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yep. Like I said, everybody who's under 30, they all know it all. Every one of them, right? I did, too. I totally did. I knew everything. I, 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 like knew, dude, I knew it when I was 15. I yeah, saw to that when I was 15. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, when, when, when did it finally hit you in the face where you're like, oh, shit, I was wrong about all of it? <laughs> uh, about when I was about, I don't know, 2008, when the economic theft happened. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> 
but I mean, come on. Like I say, I, I don't know exactly when, but I asked this question to myself once and it just blew my mind. And the question was, how much of what I think I know is what I've experienced and how much of it is what people have told me? And I thought, and I worked it out. I really tried to work it out. And I thought, oh my God, it's 99% of what I think I know is what someone's told me. <laughs> so basically, uh, yes. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Uh, Tam's asking again, what's it called? Ancient teachings of. Can you repeat? Oh, sorry. It's called um, the, 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 the wisdom. T- uh, what was it? The age. <laughs> in Go to shareinternational.org. Shareinternational.org. They promote Benjamin Kramer's work. I think it's called the, the wisdom teachings of the ages. Yeah, Share International. There's loads of Benjamin Kramer books about it. It's really fascinating. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, we're going to try it. Uh, let's see. Is Richard good? Richard, good. Good night, Sherry. Thanks for hanging on with us. Let's see. Let's check the chat one more time. You good, Richard? Let's try him. Let's try him. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, hold that thought. We got Daryl on the line behind him, too. Let's go to Richard. Richard, nope, he left. <laughs> too, too much pressure. He's like, oh, nope, way too much pressure. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, we got a cheers, Rohan, in the chat. What's up? What's up, guys? All right. So, Richard, hop back in if you get it, you get it uh, fixed, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, we do it. What's up? Uh, What's up, MJ? We are in chill mode. Thanks for showing up. All right. So, uh, uh, while we Daryl just hopped in, you want to you want to finish your thought there, and then we'll go to Daryl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the spirit thing and spirit, spirit stuff, uh, putting spirits in things, I, I, I think that might be true. And in fact, I've got um, in Southeast Asia, uh, in Malaysia and Java, mostly in Indonesia, they have a, a short sword called a crisp blade. It's designed to break. It's not like, you know, whatever. But the wavy, like a snake, people Sturdy. have probably seen him. I, I know exactly what yeah. it is, yep. 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 So I'll just quickly go over. They're they're made Hattori Hanzo style. They're made by a shaman called an Empu. And when he make when they make them, they do incantations on them and use uh, different types of metals, so it creates a patamori pattern. So you get these like swirly lines or patterns in it. So it's different types of metals. So you've got two tone colors all mixed in together. And the idea is the two different metals and the incantations will attract some kind of spirit force to put it into the blade. So it's in the blade. Then it's like a almost like a person you can get to know, and then because it's a spiritual sword, then you can use it in the spirit world. So something to think about. It is. My dog is throwing her toys out. Now I have to get him. We're playing. We're playing Meta Fetch. She's in her little uh, kennel right next to me here, and she's throwing toys out. So I have to go get them. So give me twenty seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> go right ahead, sir. Continue. Talking about uh, okay, yeah, I'll copy. I'll, yeah, I'll copy. I'll Thank copy. I'll talk really <laughs> slowly. <laughs> okay, go on, go on, go on, go. On. All right, now, so what about this then? What about this one, folks? All right, um, uh, I've got a comment for Jennifer. Jennifer, oh, it's been so many great comments today. But Jennifer, okay, I'm back. If what if? Oh, he's back. Oh, that was really that was the fastest twenty seconds ever. <laughs> See, I mumbled it for you. Really good. Carry on, Mike. No, no, you, go ahead. You had a thought. Go ahead and finish. Uh, what's going to say? Uh, yeah. What if nature or God or the creative force or whatever, right, doesn't want you living forever, right? So if that's the case, it's never going to happen anyway. Pipe dream. So we don't know, do we? We don't know. 
no matter how much you're convinced, oh, they can do this, that, and the other, you don't know. I mean, I've heard that, again, remote viewers have asked an alien by mind probing him and go, can you, can you live forever? And it was sort of a bit like, well, your body's a, a body is a system. It's like a machine. And if you can fix the parts of the machine, then, yes, it will keep going. But it's whether or not you can fix it. You know, technically, you probably could. Do you know what I'm saying? But then there's that thing of like, well, do you really want to? And I think about it like, well, maybe living a lot longer would be better rather than living forever. Because maybe if you could live for, say, 2,000 years in good health, maybe you could then master all of natural science laws. And then perhaps you can come back around again and uh, and learn something else. So maybe you get bigger evolution jumps, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got a fan here. Hal in the chat says, uh, uh, a, uh, talking about a familiar sword. You were talking about the Chris and how it was a uh, it actually created somehow spiritually, not just made of metal and uh, done Hattori Hanzo mm-hmm. style, but there's yeah. some sort of spirit that also goes into this thing. And he called it a familiar yeah. sword, and I think that's a great way to put it there. Yes, uh, it's a great way to put it. Good night, Lazy Guy X. When you Go ahead, sir. Uh, you, you, I'm not. I'm not joking to you. I, I always tell you the truth because I've got uh, integrity matters to me. And there's a lot of reasons for it. But that sword, right? It's got a wooden sheath on it. It's all nicely carved. It's all the all snake symbolism all over it about wisdom, right? And that sword, you're supposed to point it upwards and put it to your forehead before you open it. And sometimes I swear to you, it won't open. It yep. just won't. It won't. And, so, so it doesn't you know? want to. It, it like refuses. No. Yeah. You're supposed to really listen to it and get a name for it. And I did kind of have one for it and I kind of forgot. And I've been doing Salat for a while. It's like you have to prepare the vessel. You have to earn it. You've got to earn it. Amen. Amen to that. Wow. That's that's hot. Yeah. Hal's like, talk about Astral Blades. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Daryl, actually. Let's go to Daryl. And then uh, maybe we'll get to Astral Blades. Daryl, whenever you're ready, my friend. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. We're still taking your calls, guys, at 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. You can talk to myself. Rohan's here, and we're, uh, we're talking about this uh, immortality bit. Uh, how, how far does this go? Do you think it's possible? And if so, uh, how long have they been doing it, right? And the weird part, right, it, it, we're talking about science and Bezos and a laboratory. See, she's freaking out over there. Heard that? <laughs> she's like eight pounds, and she sounds like Cujo. Uh, but, but okay, so... If, if, <laughs> if, um, if it's possible, how long has this been going on? So if you take that, that laboratory setting and you put it in sort of like the ritual sort of thing, uh, it, well, it, it becomes so something else entirely, doesn't it? Here and we're, uh, we're talking about this uh, immortality bit. Uh, how, how far does this go? Do you think it's possible? Hey, Daryl, please mute me. So okay, hold on. I'm going to mute you, and I'll come back. Okay, got Wait. it. All right, cool, cool. I'm muting, muting up. Uh, perfect. All right, there we go. All right, what's up, guys? We're still taking your phone calls. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. What about that? It's not science. Maybe it's ritual, and maybe it's been going on for a very long time. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> what the, what the hell? Uh, such a lousy troll. Call me, brother. Call me. Okay, I'm trying. Wait, wait, wait. That's I'm okay. trying, but I, wait. I'm trying to get my other window closed, but I think I'm okay now. I think you're good. I think we, I, we don't hear ourselves back. You're good. I think. Okay, okay. But 
lights back on. I don't know. I can't seem to close the window. But um, anyway, I hope I'm not going to repeat myself or repeat somebody else's thoughts. Um, but I wanted to say a, f- a few things about this. Sure. Um, immortality. Okay. Um, okay. What about what if? Okay. You're immortal and you, you are accused of a crime that you didn't commit and you get life in prison. Then what happens? So the rest of your life, like, that sucks, you know? You, you, you don't get death. You get, like, life in, life, life could be, like, a thousand years. It could be 10,000 years. Okay? So you really want to be immortal if something like that. And then you have to find a lawyer that's going to get you out of jail. And, you know, you got to find the person that did do it. And they live forever. And they have better lawyers. They have more money. So it, it could be a very bad, um, it could be perilous if that's one of the situations you wind up in. And, of course, if you live forever, you're probably not very um, honest. If you're anything like the people that are of the elite right now that lie a lot, you know, that are known for lying, um, you're probably going to be dishonest, and you're going to wind up in a situation with people that aren't the most, you know, upfront people that are, you know, you can't trust. So things like that are going to happen. So what's the law going to be like? Who's going to want to be a cop in that kind of, like, you know, situation? Um, Are you going to have to keep people like us around to, to just um, be slaves to you. So how great is it going to be to be immortal? What world is that going to be like? Well, sounds all good now. You know, it sounds good. Exactly. Concept. Exactly. Think about it in terms like this. So if, if you were immortal, right? So clearly you would be a billion, you'd be super rich. Uh, right. You would, if, if, like you said, like bringing up the law and cops is, is an interesting way to look at this because if you were, right, and let's say you were implicated in something that would put you away for life, clearly it would never happen. They would use you and me as a fall guy for that, right? And we would go to jail for them, right? So it would still be more trading their life for ours type of situation, oh, right? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Laws would be very twisted, too. Think about how screwed up the laws would be. You know, and then I'm talking about medicine. So if the big pharma people are going to be living forever and they make money on your bad health, they're going to have you live forever ever with a lot of conditions that you have to take medication for. So you're going to wind up having like, you know, uh, lower back pain and you need the pain medication. And then you're going to have, you know, a lifetime of, uh, forever. You're going to have all these like autoimmune disorders. You don't die from them. But you just have to live with these crummy conditions. You can have shingles for the rest of your life. You know, it's not going to be profitable for them if you're, like, healthy, you know? So who says you're going to be healthy for, for your, the, and the rest of your life? And they're going to suck you into something that sounds good, and they're going to, you're going to wind up with another autoimmune disorder, you know? They're going to give you a pandemic. I mean, some, some Fauci guy is going to be around there, <laughs> if not him, you know, to give you health advice, you know? I mean, who's going to be who's going to make the laws then, and who's going to follow? You have to have law if you're going to have a civilization. That's a, there's no civilization without law, you know. Right. Even you have to have some kind of police situation, some kind of you know check and balance. You know, people are just you know it's complicated. It's complicated. It who's going to want to live? You want to live with the people that live forever? Like, do you want to be a, a mortal among immortals? I don't know. No, How is that going to be? Hell no, because it means you're yeah. you're like a lamb to the slaughter. That's all it exactly. means. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to live with them. And what if you fall in love? Like if you're immortal, you fall in love with someone that's mortal. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's complicated, you know. And then they they get old and they die, and then you're heartbroken, and then you have to do it all over again. And it might take you like how many lifetimes to get over somebody? You know, so you're gonna be living with a heartbreak. You know, half the time you're gonna be miserable because you're getting over somebody that 
it you know can't live forever. Yep. Anyway, you know, I think you you figured out as far as living forever. Like, look at the Bible, though. This is something that bugs me. If you read the Bible, the the first like few pages, the few first few people, according to them, lived to like nine hundred something years. You know, they didn't even have children till they were like ninety. You know, and then they started having kids. God knows how many kids they had. But how come like then Noah shows up and then boom. The mortality goes down, you know, to, to what we have today, pretty much, you know? Ah, no. ah, now you've done it. Now you've done it. What? <laughs> you question the Bible. <laughs> yeah, now well, I'm wondering, like, if that's immortal. If you live till 900, don't you think you're going to live forever? I mean, God, you know, when you do a happy birthday to you, it's all I remember when you were 800, you know? Right. Like, God. Yeah. You know, yep. wasn't it yesterday? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, Robert has a great, a great thing in the chat here on YouTube. What's up? Says personally, I have no desire to stay in this vessel any longer than the Creator needs me to be here. After this, fuck that. I'm gone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well said. Well said, my friend. Fantastic comment. And yeah, I, I think that's the thing, right? So if we, if we, so not only in in that context are we building like a a society second third fourth fifth tier type of uh, right citizenry there's more there's more to it like you said like they're not going to take it as a you know you're, you're never going to be able to put away an, an immortal into jail for a life sentence ever it's not right. going to happen ever well, I mean, you know, when does your medicare medicare run out you know like at, at at a thousand and then what happens like if you didn't save enough for your retirement <laughs> when do you retire when you live forever when do you stop working that. well Right. I don't know. Only if you don't have Right. Be like- Go ahead, Rowan. Yeah. I just got to slap in. I was just going, that's a, such a great, there's practical points. So how long does your bus pass last for? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. How do you have to renew your driver's license, you know? Yeah. Well, you got to get re- retested every thousand years, you know. <laughs> I don't think you should drive anymore. And a marriage license, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Definitely you're going to have to renew a marriage license. That'll have to be like the DMV, you know. You'll have to renew your, your marriage licenses. Otherwise, you know, the divorce rate. Oh, my God. Alimony. Forget about it. I have to pay her forever. Alimony. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm, if I'm 10,000 years old, how much Viagra am I going to need? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God, right? Well, they're going to make that expensive. They're not going to have, that's always going to be under patent. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. You have to newer ways to make you, uh, make you excited, you know? Yeah. And what happens when you lose that desire and you're still immortal? Oh, no, not tonight. I have a headache. What? I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> There you go. That's the precious thing, though. I think when things are temporary, that's what um, Vision says in the Marvel films. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a thing's beautiful. Not What he says is, quote, I can't remember it, but, but being, when things are temporary, it can be beautiful. If When things are long-term, like if you knew the future of your life, who cares? You, right? You're not going to bother, are you? You're not going to bother. You've got nothing to strive to. You know what's going to happen. Uh, if you know exactly what's going down, there's no surprises. It's going to exactly. be boring. <laughs> What would the Rolling Stones look like on their like 900th tour? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they do now. Yeah, I was about to say, kind of like now, right? Totally. Their 10,000 tour. <laughs> if you guys actually haven't read, and I, I know I bring this up from time to time because I'm I'm uh, in enraptured with her writing. Anne Rice uh, kind of explores this oh. sort of um, 
this immortality among mortals with her vampire series, uh, the vampire thought that whole thing. If you guys haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Like I said, she, she writes in a very, um, erotic manner and Mm -hmm. she, she writes like the opposite of how I do. And that's why I love it so much. You know, you kind of are drawn to like your opposite and the way she writes, I'm telling you is just hot. It is just boom. And she describes this exact thing we're talking about in terms of very much like you said, Daryl, like how, like what happens when you fall in love and then people end up dead around you, but you love these people. And so every lifetime, literally every human lifetime, you're stuck with a choice because the vampires can actually make more vampires. However, they realize it's a curse in and of themselves. So the entire lifetime of the love they have, and it's men, women, it's all over the place, right? It's it's like you just like a, a close friend, like a family member. It doesn't have to be a romantic love. It's love. And when those people come to the point where they're about to die, you have the choice to help them. However, in her books, uh, when that happens as a, as a vampire, you have like a a telepathic connection to all humans. You can read their minds. However, Mm -hmm. when you personally make that person a vampire yourself, that mental block gets cut off. So it's like a curse, but you lose them because you drift away. Now you're both immortal, but that connection is no longer there because you can't read their soul. It's hot. It is hot. If you guys haven't read Anne Rice. What about about The Hunger? Did you the movie The Hunger with uh, Susan Sarandon, David Bowie, and uh, uh, um, Catherine Deneuve? When they were vampires, did you see that? That was the sexiest vampire movie I think I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. I should. You got to see that. I mean, they, it's, it's, it's very, very dark, super dark, but, um, you know, they have these crazy sex, like the sex lives they have is so hot and, um, it goes everywhere. And, um, but the problem is like, you don't die, you don't die, they, they, but she doesn't tell you that you don't die. She has like all her lovers in like caskets, like in her house, like they're all alive, but they're really old. They start to age, you know, something happens. It's like some kind of curse. And suddenly, you know, they've been around for 400 years and it's their time. And like, they don't die. They're just, they're just really old. So what happens if you want of like those vampires or those, yeah, that kind of, like you have, to age, you have to age and then you can't do shit, you know, and you can't, you don't need to eat, you know, you don't need to do anything. You just like have a consciousness with nothing, you know, you can't move, you can't do anything for yourself. Like, who's going to take care of you, you know? And do you want to be taken care of if you can only think, you know? If you're, mm-hmm. like, only immobile immortals, you know? Have you guys seen, there's a, there's a show on Amazon, and I think it's really great. It's kind of, it's very blasphemous, and it's kind of a bit gory here and there, but it's, but it's, it's like dark comedy, right? It's a show called Preacher. Okay. I've seen it, yeah. Is it show called Have you seen it? So the vampire and preacher. The vampire and preacher, he hates himself, really. Mm. He hates himself. And his dad's died. well, it's his son, isn't it? He's like old. And he's and he's in pain and he's dying and he knows his son's a vampire and he's begging him to turn him into one. Because he's he's mm. ill and in pain and he really don't want to do it because he knows it's like, like a horrible curse. But he mm. feels sorry for him and in the end he does it. And this guy suddenly he's rejuvenated it just goes off raping women eating people oh, and he ends yeah. up having to kill him he ends up having to get rid of him yeah. do you know what i mean and then he meets another vampire he's all depressed he's a junker this vampire but he yeah. meets another one who's like a proper classic vampire and he can turn into a bat and all sorts 
And this oh, this yeah. Irish vampire didn't know you could do that, <laughs> right? So if, so if it starts getting friends with him, and it turns out the reason he's got so much power as a vampire because he's turning other people like a little cult, pretending to send them abroad to like make a new vampire faction, but then he's eating other vampires to get more power. So then, so then the so then the Irish vampire that hates himself has to get rid of him as well. He's just got a horrible life, you know, and he keeps rejuvenating. He keeps getting tortured. He's been tortured for centuries here and there, but but he always rejuvenates. It's he crazy. Could, he could do humanity a favor and kill himself, you know? He can't. That's, that's the thing. He can't. That's what he wants. It's that's sort of what he wants. Do you know what I mean? But then, he, but he don't really want to burn up in the sun because it really, really hurts. You know. Right. So it hurts. Well, he could get and they can't hard. do anything with that. A stake through the heart doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I think I think he can just burn and that's it. Yeah, it's crazy show. It's a crazy show. It's, it's worth watching. Over. But in the Anne Rice books, uh, the vampire tries to burn himself in the sun. And, well, yeah. you need to find out what happened. <laughs> All right. We're still taking the phone calls, guys. 702-957-1037. We got time for you. A little bit of time left. We're here with Daryl in New York. We're here with Rohan from the UK. We're just talking about uh, immortality and uh, thinking thinking about the larger concepts of it. Uh, of course, Jeff Bezos being part of the uh, cabal, as it were, <laughs> that's trying to create uh, through science or you know wink wink maybe sorcery for all we know uh a an immortality in humans and of course right when you're uh, that person then uh well uh, how many billions does it take to become immortal is the question <laughs> and that's what we're talking about tonight oh uh, yes oh yes well the first thing is longevity i think they figured out to, to lengthen your life i think they have that secret now and it's a, a matter of keeping your diet, keeping your weight down. But you're going to be, you're going to see people that are going to live to 200. I think within our lifetimes, we're going to know how to do that. We're going to be way too old to want to do that, probably. But I think we're going to see that in our lifetimes. People are going to start to live way over 100. You know, the lifespan. So I think that's the first step to immortality is to lengthen the lifespan, which I think they they figured out. You know, it's something to do with not being overweight for sure. And you, did you hear of this? Anybody? Uh, I've not heard that, but I'm kind of, I kind of, well, yeah, believe it. Because you get people that live over 100, don't you? Anyway, you know. Well, yes, true. And they have, this, they have a certain secret, but the, it's not the secret. And I think the secret has been figured out, you know, through that you're not going to have to eat as much. That's the key. You know, if you enjoy eating, get over it you know <laughs> if you're a fasting foodie, yeah fasting is supposed to be actually really good for you but, but you yeah. gotta be careful not to go to starvation i think it's called a ketosis down there because it triggers a process in your body exactly. that kind of it makes your brain more uh, it makes your brain work faster and it keeps exactly. you nice and healthy and but you gotta be careful not to overcook it yeah re reversing the aging process is done a lot with genetics and genetic modifying genetic you know we're going to be gmo'd <laughs> You know, the problem is that our planet's not going to be very habitable if we keep it up this way, you know, and we can't keep eating the way we've been eating, especially in America. You know, there's just too many, too many contaminants in our diets. Uh, you know, Europe, Europe doesn't have half of the poisons that we have in our food, you know. Yeah, this is this is true. But I don't know if it's still the case, but the EU did a, a different thing it's kind of similar they banned i don't you, you might not believe this but at one point the eu banned any use of natural ingredients in vitamin supplements so they all became synthetic 
oh, as if to say, oh, nature's toxic. You know. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Uh, well, the EU's it, following America too much, but I think they still don't fluoridate their water. You know, they don't uh, take Monsanto. They don't take all the poisonous chemicals. Oh, we do, that- we do, get, oh, we do get fluorides, though. Still get fluoride. In fact, I complain. I complained to Dr. Walmsley because uh, um, he did a, he, he posted he was promoting it all in the BBC in 2012. I complained to him, University of Birmingham, and I was like, yeah. "How many parts per million is it? Do you know what I mean? It's a de- fluoride is a developmental neurotoxin. It's in the Lancet Medical Journal. How, how are you promoting this? It's predominantly you know? They won the case here, but they still didn't remove it. They won the case. Said they know it's bad for you, and and they proved it. And they they they. You know, they won. They won that war, but they haven't figured out how to remove it yet. They're dragging their feet, you know, as far as, you know, stopping this ridiculousness. Yeah, I remember it was 1983, I think, when uh, the EPA decided that, um, oh, yeah, we're going to put fluoride in the water. And what that will be good for, the chemical companies won't have to pay to get rid of it. And they can sell it to the government. Yay! (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we got Jay, Jay on the line for the Jay outro. So again, you guys are welcome to stay. Jennifer has a great comment here. It says, imagine how sad, though, to not be able to remember things like you live a thousand years and you were in loved ones and had loved ones. You can't remember their faces because you're ancient. How sad is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to cry now. <laughs> exactly. Well, what I'm sure. about. Go ahead. Sorry. You could take the supplements for that. You know, you could definitely take things and do things like have a journal to keep your memory straight or take videos, have a lot of video, um, you know, data and diaries so you can remember things. You could write it down, you can have a video journals, etc. So you will remember even if you don't, you know, but who I knows? I read a study a few years ago. Where it's going to sound crazy, but that's why you said, you know, he studies a lot. But it said there was a study out, it was either Alzheimer's or one, dementia. Okay. One of them, it turned out, that nicotine was a thing that was helping people to retain the memories to wow. combat like outside of the nicotine. <laughs> okay, so and nicotine is good for you. It's the smoking that's bad. You didn't have to smoke nicotine. No, nicotine's okay. It's an anti-helminthic. You know, it probably will help you with COVID. I'm sure. You know. Wait, wait. Is it? Well, you gotta yeah. say. You gotta say. I'm not a doctor. You gotta say all the shit. Come on. You got all the qualifiers. You gotta drop them. So probably. Say probably. Consult, consult your doctor. Don't um, don't yeah. take advice from yeah. people on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, the smoking part that's bad. If you didn't have to smoke it, you know, it would be very good to take. You know, it's got a lot of benefits actually. And even smoking, I heard, um, is good for your lungs if you have COVID. For some reason, smokers are not as impacted by COVID that, as other people. But th- that must be crazy. That doesn't sound even true. But. It doesn't seem right, does it? You think you want, if you haven't got very good lungs, smoking, respiratory, I don't know. It seems weird. But then again, there's been a lot of, I think there's been a lot of conflation and things. Uh, Algorithm made such an amazing point. I checked out his podcast, Mike. Oh, he made this amazing point that these, some of these people, for example, Anthony Fauci, that will point into saying that you're deceiving us, are probably mm-hmm. being deceived themselves. Yeah. yeah. You think? I don't know. You think you he believes bullshit? I don't. I don't know. Well, you see, I just thought it was a good point to say. It was, it was sort of saying. It's sort of along the lines of, if I remember, I don't. Want, I can't remember the quote, but he was sort of saying, rather than 
don't necessarily jump to conclusions on the hate mission. Like I've said about Bill Gates, Bill Gates seems like a Bond villain to me. But if you look at Bill Gates, where he comes from, he didn't have a very good um, parental okay. model, did it? Because his dad did Planned Parenthood and his mum was something to do with IBM and the Nazi stuff. So what chance did Bill Gates have, really? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, right. I was blaming on his parents. Okay. Let's oh, talk yeah. to James. I mean, you know, he still makes his choices, but I'm just saying, we've got to, this is, there's a balance for things, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? And if, you're, if I was born into a family that's deep in these uh, secret societies, I'm just going to go into it. Yeah. I'm just going to be in it. I'm going to be told I've got to do it, and I'm going to be groomed, just like our politicians in, in the UK all go to so-called public schools that the public aren't allowed to go to. And all the public go to private schools. But the public schools get a much higher level of education and they get embedded with a superiority complex. And they mm. get told that they are better and must reign over us because we need to, because we'll descend into chaos. So whatever they do, they've got this embedded mindset that they're definitely doing the right thing. Oh, okay, okay. They don't have any guilt over what they're doing. Yeah. So it's difficult, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's difficult because it's like everybody's been brainwashed. And at the top of the chain, it's probably nine-foot reptilians. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, Jay's here. Jake, uh, one, two, test one, two. Jay in New York. Uh, we're ready for the Jay show, my friend. But, of course, again, we're no hurry. Uh, by the way, Robert in the chat on Rockfin says, I am really enjoying the exchange between Daryl and Rohan. So there you go. And I said, <laughs> and this is true. We're like the dream team here, guys. Like, think about it. Like, the regulars kind of roll through here and talk about this stuff night after night after night, all the different things. Think about it. Like, there's too many to list. We have so many brilliant people calling and be part of this show. So, uh, like, I, like I always say, we're blessed by that. So, I'm glad, I'm glad everybody's here. Thanks, thanks, everybody, for chipping in, participating, all that. Now, Jay, speaking of brilliant people, what's happening, my friend? Welcome to the show. Very fun today. That was a very fun conversation today. Um, I want to touch on one thing that um, Jennifer was saying. What if the elites are doing all these things and when they're done being vampires, they turn into zombies because they're not getting enough food? They made too many of them and they come after us. The elites are going to be the zombies. The 1%. Think about how that fight's going to work out. 1% of the people are going to come after us. Good luck. Well, I have this theory that some scientists told them you have to get the blood of uh, a billion people that are, have spike proteins, and then you have to give them another blood. You have to change their blood one more time, and then as soon as their blood is messed up, then you can refine it, inject it, and then you're going to be immortal. Something like that. I feel like there's some science that might be behind this that's like so nefarious and so evil that uh, they think that this is some kind of route to more immortality or something. I don't know. I'm those to... Right. Some kind of crazy mad scientist that's like talking them into this. And they forgot to mention that there's, uh, there's this um, shedding component they forgot to mention that they forgot to think yeah. of it. they messed up yeah. the rna shred yeah the rna shredding yeah the, well, you know, not- it affects children because they can pick up the rna shredding and their blood work exactly from their so parents they having it. that they forgot about that and now they're going to be, they're gonna be just- that shouldn't be on the air that should be in the after hours 
Oh yeah, out of our minds. Yeah, remember, guys, we are on YouTube, so don't uh, let's let's not jump dive down that. Oh road. yeah, I, forgot. I, I thought we were already in there. Let's not go that far yet. Oh sorry. You're, you're okay. Sorry, just, just saying, let's not let's not go too deep down that rabbit hole because we uh we there are repercussions for uh, mere mortals like us. Yeah. Do that, do that, do that. Yeah, we yeah. can't bring just, it up. We called you out. We caught you. Ha ha ha. Right. Yep. We yeah. know what you're up to. Yep. Just trying to reflect on some of these things that we're reading because there's so many things in there. There's so much information, and some of it contradicts, and, and science changes, and it's it's difficult to to. It's hard, isn't it? It's difficult. You know, we're not none of us are doctors, so we're just right. having to speculate, aren't we? You know, what are they doing? Growing bodies down there, so you know George <laughs> Soros can go get a you know wait twenty one year old kid. Hold on, that's hold a good on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Maybe I just used the words, didn't I? That's fantasy. That's yeah, right. Uh, in, in an alternate universe, maybe that's happening. Clearly, that would never happen here. No, never, never. never. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> never. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so that's the thing, right? So, so I asked the question: Is it is it science or is it sorcery? And at what point, right, it, does a ritual laboratory <laughs> brought about by billionaires to bring in immortality well become no longer science? And uh, like wouldn't sorcery be science? Yes, yes. Depends on who you ask, right? Done science. Well, bathing in the blood of virgins, you know, that's another key to mortal- immortality, according to some, you know, monarchies. That's about. I have a crazy personal experience to say about headed that way. Elizabeth, is, go ahead. Is I got a really bad chemical burn working in a yogurt factory. <gasps> I, it was bad. I burned a half dollar size hole in my ankle. Oh, God. But the stuff they gave me was like absolutely amazing. Like after they scrubbed it all off and the nasty part of all of it. But they gave me this jelly that you put on it. Sweet. And I went back the next day in like two days. And I was like, what the hell is in that crap? Because as soon as you put it on your body, you had energy that you would not believe. And the wound was shrinking like two to three millimeters a day. You had to take a picture of it every day with your camera and email it to the doctor. Yes, I do. Colonnades. I asked the lady if I really want to go into the internet and research what's in it. Yeah. And she said, probably not. (laughs) Of course, course, probably not. Why would you want to find out? Well, then I knew right then and there what it was, you know. Stem, stem collagen cells. is in a lot of medicines. Stem cells, collagen, right? some sort of stem cell. Well, no, it's not stem cells. You need collagen to do stem cell research. Collagen comes from us. The younger the collagen, the better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So people cells, people cells in there or something there. That's yeah, what I that's what I we'll, we'll we'll leave that alone too. Yeah, far enough for now. Can I? Can I just make this quick comment, Mike? Yeah, what, what was that statement we said? What did they say when they started these, um, this Jeff Bezos? What did he say to him? He's going to pay him five times more than usual. What, what was the statement? Five to ten times. Yep, right here. Let's see. All right. Let me find it. Let me find it. Uh, let's see. So biological reprogramming is a method of rejuvenating cells, all right? And so he is, let's see, where is it? Where is it? Uh, yeah, uh, offering them five to ten times more than they would make in their regular uh, scientific jobs. Yes. All right. So now, now that reminded me of, right? 
Here's a blank checkbook. Invent something wild. Remember he said that? The Nazis to the scientists, didn't oh, they? Oh, dear. That's scary. That's scary. And I, I don't mean they're doing it. I'm not saying they're Nazis or whatever like that. I'm just saying it's that same mentality, isn't it? We really need to win this war. Have as much money as you like. Just make it, make it work. Make it something amazing. You know, and it's a bit like they're doing that. And isn't it funny that that's coming out now at the time of this, this, all this stuff going on in the world that seems to have happened really quickly. Almost like I thought of it as like a shotgun wedding. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like there's a time scale on something for some reason, you know? Yeah. I love that idea. I, I, I love that idea that the reason why we're getting bombarded with our daily dose of WTF is because they can't hide it anymore. The peons of their elite group, you know what I mean? The nieces and nephews of the royalty and have heard conversations, you know, people had too many to drink at the Masons party, whatever. <laughs> that it's just, they can't keep the cat in the bag anymore. And, you know, they're... Whatever it is, it's going to happen soon, you know. And I've always been a big fan of, woohoo, I get to see it, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> you know. God willing, God mm -hmm. willing. Cool. Oh, I'll be mad if I die, whatever it is, gives me a heart attack because I'm so old. Oh, damn it, I don't even get to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, all kinds of great chat. Thanks, thanks for hanging with us, guys. I know it's a long show. We've, we've got uh, like an unbelievable amount of people to just stay to the bitter end. It's amazing. Uh, good, good, good stuff. Uh, thank you, Angel Wings. Thank you, uh, Barry there. Uh, yeah, I'm watching. Hell yeah, I'm watching chat. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, Robert says the Nazi scientists created our space program along with the top three computer companies in the 60s. See? Proof I'm reading chat. So yeah, I mean this is the thing, right? So as as now this is this is what I always say. This is this is not just one conversation. This is part of what what I I'm redubbing. We're taking it back from the 1950s. This is the great conversation, and it continues, right? God willing, we have tomorrow. We're going to continue doing this and continue thinking about larger than life things, right? It's easy to just you know get an interview with some asshole that wrote a book. We ain't doing that. Why? Because guess what? There are larger things than some asshole wrote a book. No offense. There's some really smart people that write some books. I'm just saying, right? Like uh, a lot of those radio shows do exactly that, and it's like a snoozer. It's like, okay, got it. Bigfoot's real. Uh, next, right? I mean, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, no. You're, um, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, snoozer. So, uh, again, parts. Uh, we got some parts of everything, parts of uh, current events, parts of pop philosophy, parts of uh, uh, basically uh, an amazing group of people getting together and uh, talking about this, and it's, uh, it's fantastic. So, yeah, let's do this. Let's finish this up. So here's the thing, guys. As we finish tonight, all right, God willing, we got tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific. But many of these same folks that are here right now, I'm not going to speak for them, end up in the chat afterward after this show ends right now they end up in the discord and we continue this conversation offline where we can bring up things like mrn and i'm not going to finish the uh the discussion i'm not going to finish it but you understand what i'm saying there are some things that you can't say in particular areas of the internet and well uh as, as discord as far as i'm aware only just started 
censoring us <laughs> right rohan uh but no way yes yes i'll, t- I'll tell you guys in the mm. after show so if you mm. have not joined the discord yet i'm going to get you guys a discord link and uh, we're going to do the jtro here in just a sec but if you haven't joined the discord please get your ass in here uh again you see the the amazing amount of people uh we get some trolls once in a while they come and go but for the most part it's uh it's it's a good group of folks that uh again right it's okay to have your take and it's okay to be wrong right if that's like your premise and you want to share information and come hang out with great people you're in the right place there's no there's no arguments about who's right we kind of, we kind of don't care it's it's a it's kind of a moot point because it's division it's it's politics it doesn't have to be that. Let's uh, share information. Let's have a good time together. Uh, Jay, you got an outro for us? Unless, unless you have more. I don't want to cut you off. As always, we've got time. No, no, I'll save it because we're on that slippery slope right now. I don't want to say something bad that gets us in trouble. Gotcha. Just, you, I, the, the, the way everything goes, and I just, it's a really deep thing to think about living forever. Is it a thousand years? Is it ten thousand years? Is it what do you do when the asteroid hits the earth and you're just out there floating around in space because you're still alive? <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Damn it. What a thing to think about. Oh my god. I mean, could you imagine? That's Damn sad. it. Right? You got nothing. Oh you know? God. All of it's right. You hit a good planet. There you yeah. go, Bezos. Congratulations. You win again. You win again. What was that? What did you say? I caught that. So I just missed that. Because just repeat, what was the premise? Just the, the premise that they'll do it and then they'll just end up with nobody stuck. Well, no, yeah. No, the asteroid comes and hits the planet and blows it to smithereens and you're out there floating in space oh. amongst <laughs> a bunch of dust. Oh, All yeah. No resources. Oh, yeah. Starving and suffocating forever. (laughs) Talk about an SOB. At least it's your own hand-built coffin. Hey. Yeah. There you go, buddy. You got it. Exactly. Congratulations. You win. Exactly right. Just like you made it to space, buddy. Maybe that's, what, story, maybe that's what but, the Earth's waiting for. Maybe it's waiting for all the idiots to get off the planet, and then the Earth's going to phase shift into another dimension. And they're like, "What? What?" <laughs> there you go. The you glass go. mirror in the Superman movie floating around there in space with the guys just waiting <laughs> for something to tink the corner of the glass. The other dimensional prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally. All right, let's do it. Well, let's. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation. We'll jump in the chat after. Let's do the JTRO. Uh, I got music playing as of right now. You're up, Jay. What you got for us, my friend? Maybe some things don't get better, but we do. We get stronger. We learn to live with our situations as messy and as ugly as they are. We. Oh, sorry. We fix what we can. We accept what we can't. Maybe some of us will never be fully okay, but we are here. We are still trying. We are doing the best that we can. It's worth celebration too. If you are reading this or hearing it, congratulations. You made it today. You made it. Yeah. And I want to, I hope it's good. It's. That's fantastic. Raganesh Mishra. We are the world. Yes. And God willing, we have tomorrow as well. Again, like I always say, take care of yourself because if you don't, you can't take care of other people. You understand? It's a chain. It's a, it's a, it's literally, 
us getting together and thinking in terms of these things. All right. I'm here with Jay for the JTRO. We're here with Daryl in New York. We're here with Rohan from the UK. I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds. And it's not just me. It's us. Like I always say, I'm me, you're you, but together we're us. And do you understand? Do you understand how powerful that becomes? You guys are the best. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks for all the great calls. Thanks for all the great chat. We will be, all of us, as far as I'm aware, I don't want to speak for anybody. I'm going to take the dog for a 10-minute walk, but we will be in the after chat show. If you want to come in and kick it with us, go. Matt said he's going to show up, so, again, I don't want to speak for anybody. We'll be there. Most nights after the show, we're here. They're talking about all kinds of things, so come join us. Troubledminds.org. Actually, don't do that because that Discord link is broken. I'll fix that tonight. And uh, here we go. I'm dropping it in the chat right now. If you're into it, get your ass in here. Algo, are you not in the thing? Get your ass in here, buddy. Here we go. Dropped in the chat and dropped in the other chat. Let's, Let's finish this. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for all the things you guys do. Like I said, uh, you make my world go around because our world's getting bigger. Our world's getting bigger. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's GTFO. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. This is where you guys get to howl and chirp. (laughs) See, it's like wet chihuahuas, I'm telling you. Kind of. We've got to be a better hour. (laughs) We'll get there. Someone needs to learn a dolphin sound so we can mix it all one day. (laughs) There you go. If one of you guys learns to chirp like a dolphin, I'm in. I'll do my best. I'll do my best to keep up. Thanks again, guys. As always, uh, God willing, we'll be back tomorrow, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for hanging out. Check out the podcast feed and uh, spread the word. Most importantly, spread the word. Thank you so much. Let's get the F out of here. Get the F out of here. What's up, Penny Bunny? Come join us on the Discord. We're going to be kicking it for a minute. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Everybody just bump on over to the other Discord channel, and we'll catch you then. We're out. We're out. We're out. Everybody follow Penny Bunny on YouTube. And Algorithm on YouTube. Algorithm. Algorithm. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.